Starring John Iredale and Cole Mueller. We are officially on episode 10. Welcome. Fins down. What do we call ourselves, John? Unscripted? Unsheathed? Unscripted. Unsheathed. Unadulterated. All the above, really. I mean, we're like. like... Yeah. That's 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 what I was going to. Hey, can we not acknowledge. For the for the few idiots, you know, the few thousands of people that watched the last episode, the twenty-two thousand people that watched that last episode of the fantasy draft, what are they doing? We apologize for <laughs> we, we we apologize for the worst. Ep- we didn't even talk. We were so focused on our phones because guess what? We're locked in. What a terrible <laughs> idea that was. We were absolutely focused on that episode, right? Um, what did we do in fantasy? You know, week I, one. I won. First you week down, I won. Yeah, so did I. Um, I, I, did, I, I did play against, <laughs> against a team that didn't even have everybody on their, bet or on their roster, but it's okay. I yeah. still won. Yeah. Half of them got zero points. I was not happy with my performance. Some of my players... Did not perform well. There's one player though that I do want to talk about, and that's Brandon Ayuk. I have I'm in three leagues. Like I said in the last episode, three leagues. Every single league I have Brandon Ayuk. Every single one, and I benched him in every single league. How many points did he get, Cole? Thirty plus. Thirty plus. Thirty plus points. And I sat him down. I wanted every single one of my leagues, except my family league, where I lost by 15 points. So if I played Brandon Ayuk, I would have won. You still have him on my your dad team. Beat. You still have him on your team. I do. Bottom line. I do. Bottom line, guess what? You're one and oh. What else is new with you, John? Um, well, well how, how did you do, Cole? How about, how about you th- tell the people your performance? You know, I think they're more interesting with the sports guy's performance. The biggest performance is your next performance. I don't care about last week. I care about next week. Right now, I'm a, 14, I'm a 14-point underdog to John Gallagher in my next week's matchup. And... I'm embracing it. I'm ready. I'm giving my team a motivational speech in the locker room. And they're hearing me. They're hearing me. So we'll see. We'll see which ones decide to get the vax and which don't. But at the bottom, the end of the tunnel, we're all playing. We're all showing up. Yeah. Speaking of not getting the the vax, cool. Is there something you want to talk about this week? Something that was probably pretty traumatizing to you as well as the rest of the world? So, John... And this this wasn't talked about with you, but this episode will be a tribute to Aaron Rodgers. This entire episode, number eight, Rodgers at Cal. Give him a give him a little shout out right here. Oh yeah, nice, nice old and, jersey, very, and I very have nice. The remembrance. I have the remembrance candle, candle. Sorry, right here. This thing will be lit tonight for the whole episode. 
Okay, I've never lit this before. This is a fresh remembrance candle of Aaron Rodgers. But in honor of him, we're going to take a moment of silence at the beginning and the end of this episode. Moment of silence. That candle looks like Wait he's in heaven. Light it. Wait for me to light it. Okay. Oh, Sorry. Okay, we shall continue. Um, but yeah, really, yeah. this is sad. Uh, it is sad. It is sad. Not, be, not because, and here's the thing: I'm not. I'm gonna get real for this. I Rogers is my life. When I was a kid, I, w- I had a I had a bad childhood, and I don't mean rough. I did not have a rough childhood. <laughs> I had a. I was about to say. <laughs> I had a childhood that was that revolved around football and. All I cared about was NFL and specifically the Green Bay Packers. And Aaron Rodgers made my life infinitely better than what it could have been if I had Sam Bradford as my quarterback to grow up with. You know what I mean? If I had some trash-ass motherfucker to watch every single Sunday, my life as a little kid would have been miserable. But he made my dreams come true. And my dreams were Packers wins on Sunday and on Monday night. So with that... Like, this candle is going to remain lit. He, to this day, even on the Jets, I'm rooting the, the best for him. I'm praying. We saw what he just tweeted out or put on his social media an hour ago that he shall rise. Those that fall in the darkness shall rise again. So we shall see. I call him Batman, the Dark Knight. He is the Dark Knight. He, yeah. He did and go on a dark retreat. That was that was the toughest thing to watch. I was never more excited to watch someone that wasn't on the Packers. Like that was insane. That intro to that Monday Night Football game. I can't get over how crushed I was. I was going. Yeah. I was working out Tuesday, and I I legit was like I had to stop. I was like about to cry. It was terrible. I didn't know what to do. And it was it was like my let's say like you had like a ex wife. It was like my mm. ex-wife getting hit by a bus. Wow, and, and dying. I mean, he kind of did, you know. That guy, uh, you know, you can tell after watching it the first time. I'm like, wow, this doesn't. It's not a. It's not going to be a season ender. It didn't look like the bad of an injury. But after I saw the replays and saw the videos, literally on every single social media outlet, it was a pretty. It was a bad twist. Like it was looking closely at it. That was not like it looked bad. So and. What? Yeah, it's tough. You're no, not going to get. You're not going to get him the same. He's not going to be as mobile as he'll ever be. Again, like yeah. he's 39. Yeah. He's the oldest player in the NFL, which is crazy to think because you know just a year ago Tom Brady had him by six years. So I always felt like comfortable with Rodgers being like, oh, he's young because he's younger than Brady. And now Brady retires, and it's like, holy shit, Rodgers is the oldest player in the league, and he's yeah. only getting older, and he'll be probably you know mid 40. Like not mid forties, but he'll be like forty near forty one when he gets back on the football field if he suits up again. But he's got a three year contract with the Jets. I don't know if he's gonna do two more years, but I could see him you know, here's one thing I'll say. Jets go first place in that division. Packers go first place in the NFC North. That mm. so, that sets up for the Jets to go to Lambeau Field next season and play the Packers. How awesome would that be if that 
Packers were able to play Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau Field one time before that that would just be and not saying because it would like give me anxiety it would but it will definitely give you anxiety I would love it okay so what what what, 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 before we move on what's your opinion I have seen the amount of memes that have come out about obviously Aaron Rodgers you know injury all the videos some of them are pretty funny I'm not gonna lie well what's your opinion on the memes like does that get you going or is it like does that affect you? Does that, you know, there's keyboard, there's keyboard warriors everywhere. They're going to like yeah. chirp and chirp. And then you have the people that are the cancelers of the keyboard warriors. So it's really just a war of some people, you know, trying to put a lighthearted joke and then some people getting heavy. And yeah. the truth is yeah. get off the fucking internet and live your own life. Agreed. And I'm, I'm a victim of it too. I'll scroll through Instagram and Facebook, you know, when I'm bored and I'll, I'll look at that shit. I don't really comment. I don't fucking do that shit. But if people want to make fun of Aaron Rodgers for becoming one of the greatest athletes of this generation and of all time in the sport of football, go ahead. Cause guess what? You're not phasing him at all. And he doesn't give a shit. ESPN. He's no one can fucking get in his head. And that's what makes him the greatest of all time outside of Tom Brady with his greatness. So, Rodgers is Rogers is the second greatest. If you want to talk about like success as best player in the, in the sport of the football, yeah. Rogers is second to Brady. And I, we don't want to, we don't want to talk, we don't want to talk about Brady right now because we're all consoling this man right here. Ayahuasca himself. And he, he embraces the fucking hate. Keep on hating on Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't give a shit. It just gives him more publicity yeah. and more publicity just makes the people that hate him hate him even more because guess what? The more you fucking click on Aaron Rodgers articles, the more you're going to fucking see it. True. Yeah, it's facts. Um, I mean, he took it like a champ, walked up the field still with a torn. I mean, I've torn my ACL before. I, I couldn't walk. So the fact that he was walking off the field, sure, I'm, I'm sure he was on a ton of you know, adrenaline stuff well, and all that. A, but it was still, an Achilles. It was an Achilles. Or Achilles. Okay, my bad. I, I, I mean, tearing any muscle, especially whether it's Achilles, ACL, knee, whatever, it like that's a joint. Like it hurts. Like the fact that he was walking off, even if he was pumped full of adrenaline or whatever he does, you know, that's it's pretty impressive. I'll give him that. I give him that. Respect, Aaron Rodgers. We love you. Um, I'm a Pats fan, but still love you as a player, as a you know a leader in the quarterback area so you know uh swift recovery you know prayers out to you Aaron. well with with that you know should we introduce our our unzip the set we're back we're back we're back to our standard episode john this is awesome standard okay yeah so we we wanted to get the you know a little tribute but now on a lighter note i am very excited about this i feel like i say this every time we do unzip the zip but Everything about it, I'm very excited. It's the first in its category, and today we're going to be drinking Jimshine. This beautiful, yes, he has the box. Um, it's the variety. I mean, already, I, it's the sunset variety pack that me and John both have. Yeah, yeah, right here. So, Jimshine. So, so you got a grapefruit splash that John's holding up right there. You got a mango daydream. You've got a yum berry, and you've got a black cherry breeze. John, which one would you like to start with? Um, I'm going. I got grapefruit. I don't. I really don't want to start with grapefruit. Do grapefruit I've never had a yum berry before. 
Yeah, I don't even know what a young as a chef. I've never even heard of a young berry, so I'm pretty excited to see. Maybe maybe that's a maybe that's hey, that's one of your next ingredients for stump so, the chef. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this could be the new secret ingredient, yum berry. So this is what the yum berry can looks like. Uh, for those of you who are watching, you can watch on Spotify. Uh, go check it out. Uh, but yeah, yum berry. I can already tell. I'm this is gonna be great. And, you know, being from the West Coast, I'm excited that this is our first hard kombucha. I'm a big kombucha fan. Um, I've had one hard kombucha before, or maybe a few, and I haven't liked any of them. So I'm hoping this can change. Oh, fuck me. They My, suck? You didn't know it was kombucha? Well, no, I, I know it's kombucha, the ones, had, the ones, the hard kombuchas I've had have not been great. They haven't. Like, they either don't have a lot of flavor, but I like regular kombucha. I used to drink kombucha every day. Yeah, kombucha is like it's like sour pomegranate juice, which is like it's kind of yeah. good if you like that, which I like it. But yeah, I feel like with alcohol, it's just going to taste like sour pomegranate juice too. I'm hoping it's sour. I'm big sour ale, but let's pop it open. Let's try it out because I've been excited since I drove an hour to pick it up. Oh yeah, look at that. Okay, everyone knows the rules. One sip. Oh. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, while I'm enjoying that, I, I'm going to – spoiler, it's delicious. Um, but here's – so Juneshine, right? Pretty new. I think it was – I couldn't – it's real, It's new, so it doesn't have a lot of history. I think it got created in the last couple of years. Um, but this is the description of it. Have you ever loved a sunset so much you wanted to drink it? Now you can't. With our hard kombucha sunset variety pack. Eight cans, four great flavors. Grapefruit splash, mango daydream, yumberry, and watermelon raz. So uh, you know, six percent alcohol. We just we just did a complete up. advertisement for them right there. That was a full ad. Yeah. Yeah, not a sponsor. So I mean sponsor us, please. We need a sponsor. Um, even though we're making a ton of money off of the ads that Cole recorded. Um, but please sponsor us. But you know, Here's a you know a little bit more about it. It's brewed with organic ingredients, real fruit, true, uh, real fruit juice, uh, green tea, organic spices, and something called June kombucha. That's where the name June Shine comes from. It uses June kombucha. Um, so you know it's ready to enjoy, convenient without compromise, low sugar, smooth but not too sweet, insanely delicious. Real fruit, simple ingredients. All right, so. I mean, you know, insanely delicious hard kombucha that's sustainably brewed naturally with real ingredients and probiotics, gluten-free, never too sweet. All right. So, you know, like I said, I, I think it's a relatively new company. Don't quote me on that. Um, brewed in San Diego, California. Obviously, it's kombucha. So it's going to be brewed on the West Coast. Um, and this is what the description is for Yumberry. Mmm, yum. Meet Yumberry, a joyous jubilee of nature's finest. Guaranteed to slap a smile on your dial. Twice brewed with yum berries, strawberry, and juicy lemons. When ridiculously delicious meets real refreshing, sips will never be the same. Brewed by Juneshine Inc. Um, okay, so that's my rant. Cole, what's uh you know, what do you wanna what about it? What, what do you want to talk about it? So this is interesting because I, I really do like kombucha. And I also I like this. That. So I'm trying to put this in context of like when you drink it and if, and if you wouldn't like kombucha you would you would hate this with a passion so 
Yeah. I mean, but who's going to fucking buy hard kombucha if they hate kombucha? So I'm going to keep it on the scale of like we're talking with people that are drinking kombucha and they like kombucha. Uh, but I'll, Dude. I'll, com- I'll kombucha your ass up the up the head if you want. Um, but no, I think it's good. the yumberry the yumberry flavor hits. I like that a mm. lot. It's got a tartness to it. I like how you you said there's probiotics in it too, so it's got really all the health of a probiotics. Yeah. What does that say? It says simple, real refreshing. It's got yumberry, strawberry, lemon, green tea, and June kombucha. Yo, yumberries are a real thing. It's not just a name. Yumberries are an actual. Look at this. Look, I got. I just pulled it up. This is what a young bear, young berry is. I'm, I'm telling you, you're gonna put young berries in your damn, your lamb, your lamb shank tomorrow with your fucking yo, your that actually meal of the week. Young berries are native to Eastern Asia and grow mm. primarily in parts of South Central China. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, so I think I think it's it's got good flavor, really good flavor for a kombucha. You really can't taste the alcohol. It tastes like a seltzer with just like a a good tartness to it. And you can tell it's got a little bit of health value. Like I might start <laughs> drinking this in the mornings just to clear out my, my yeah. body, my health. Yeah, we might get, you know, fired, but why I mean it's worth it for that not, for those pre if, pre Not if you have under two. <laughs> <laughs> not if you have under two. Not if you have under six months. <laughs> Bailey's in my coffee, um, brother. <laughs> but dude i mean okay everyone knows the metrics taste uh looks and utility um everyone knows obviously we don't need to define all three metrics but uh so you know what I- i'm gonna start because I, I already know most I, okay, of my I already know mine i know all three of mine by the way too so you you, you know all three I already gave my metric because I like to do that before. I think before we – you need to give your three rankings now before we go back and forth. So do you have all three? Yeah, you you go first. Just rattle all three. Okay. Do you have yours? I don't want you to just copy mine or you're going to one-up whatever I do because you like it. You're going to try to tell me that you like it more than me. Okay, no wait, wait, no. I, um, uh I think I think I okay. Um, I think I got it. Write that shit down, brother. Okay. I don't. I don't have. I don't have pen paper. I got it. I got it. Um, taste for me. Taste for me. I'm giving it an eight point seven. That's a really good score. That might be either my best or second best. I don't have all my eight other papers. I do, but they're over there, in front of me with all the different eight other drinks we've had before this. But 8.7, really good score again. Andy Dalton, Sacagawea trail line, 7.5. Anything above that, it's worth your money. 8.7, definitely worth your money. I really like it. I didn't give it a smell taste, smell test yet. Yeah, yeah, do the smell taste. Everybody, if you're if you joining us with the – if you have June sign in your fridge, grab one, do a little smell taste. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. That's, I can that's taste awesome. that smell. I can taste that smell right now. We should um, add that metric. Smell, smell, taste. <laughs> That's the fourth metric. It's just, it's just a, it's a fondant. It's a fondant of, uh, of the taste. It's like fondant. the 
It's like the turkey pebble on top. Yeah, turkey pebbles. Yeah, I've I've heard of those. <laughs> those are delicious. Um, <laughs> what were you scores? Okay. Did, <laughs> did you say uh, your scores already? <laughs> Eight point seven for taste. I got, and this is a good one. I always shit on visual, but I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know what it is about this blue but I'm giving it an eight point eight. I really like it. The other, the other ones, I think I even like any even more, like the grapefruit splash. My favorite, mango daydream. Look at this one. Ooh, it's, yeah, I like the blue. It's almost so pretty. I don't even want to drink it, and that's something yeah. that gives me. And then, oh my god, look at the black cherry. Oh, dude. Dude, is yeah, it a mermaid? Definitely something to get excited about. I'm uh, very excited. 8.8 is a good score. And then utility. I was going back and forth on this one because am I going to drink kombucha on a Saturday during watch, while I'm watching college football? Probably, maybe. But but I thought about it. At first, I was like, no. And then I went, I was like, do I go below the Sacagawea trail line? And then I thought about it. I'm like, no, I'm going to go 7.8 because, again, if I'm buying – kombucha i know what i'm getting myself into so yep. there is some utility in this it's not a super heavy drink it's only 150 calories ish per drink and it's six percent so you're looking at it's a white cloth for this would be would be like 130 140 calories so you're only looking at like 10 to 20 more calories in a white cloth per alcoholic content but yeah so that's gonna average out no you go you go first john all right um, 9.7, 9.5, 9.0. Okay, you're an idiot. I I think this is my favorite one so far. It better be my number one, or I really messed up with the metrics with the other <clears throat> stuff that we've drank. But look, just, just lightning round. Look, taste. You can taste the fruit. You can tell that it's alcohol. It's light. It's not too heavy. It's refreshing. I, I, I'm One of these days, I'm... If, you know, after the 50th episode, if I haven't given a 10 or if something comes close to this, this would be a 10. Honestly, I love this taste. It tastes like a sour ale. I love sour ales. It doesn't taste like, you know, the other kombuchas I've tried before. Delicious. Appearance, Cole, you know, Cole, you already talked about it, man. Like this is like the appearance is cool. Each can is a different look. The color is very, you know, West Coast, vibey. But yeah, it's clean. It's, you know, it's cool. Uh, utility. I would drink this playing beer pong. I would drink it playing beer die. I would drink it anywhere. You know, I was trying to think of a rhyme, but I couldn't think of a rhyme. Um, but it's, I would, it's light. Like I said, it's light. It's delicious. It is a little heavier, but I mean, I, it, and, oh, and it is pretty expensive. Eight cans for, what was it? Eight, $18, $19. That's, that's not bad. It's not that's bad, terrible. but for eight cans, that's something I was going to yeah. tell you about was I only paid 18 something for mine and I was expecting yeah. it to be like 20 something, 24, like the mom water and shit was outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm not going to go back to my scores. I, this deserves the best of the best June shine. Please sponsor us. Uh, you make some delicious products. Don't stop. Won't stop. And I, yeah, it's great. It's great. What I say, it's good for the summer. It's good for the spring. Um, it's yeah, it's it's delicious, man. I think it's good. You'd be an idiot to sponsor us, Chun Chun. No, yeah. Anybody who decides to sponsor us, you yeah, you're you will not be smart. Um, but I do, you know, speaking of sponsoring and stuff, we have made 
over 10 cents so far. And I just want everybody to know that. That's, that's huge. And honestly, where is my, where is my five cents is what I want to know. (laughs) It is going straight to my bank account. So (laughs) we're going to have to divvy it up. We're about to like diffuse our relationship now because you're holding on to my, (laughs) my fucking funds. Yes, yeah, I'm keeping the cut. I actually just wanted to make it to episode 12, take all the winnings and leave. Yeah. You're doing this for the money, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Big money guy. I'm definitely spending more money on it than make it, I can tell you that. So I'm calculating right now. Divided by nine. So this is kind of a rank, a scale. So here's, to put it in this perspective, so John's overall score he gave it a 9.4. Mine, I gave it an 8.4. On average, over the last nine drinks, yeah. John, has, John has given, well, I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to make sure. Yes. Yeah. Over the last nine drinks, John's given an average score of 8.4 and Cole has given an average score of 8.0. So I'm like the Simon Cowell. John's like the, John's like the happy-go-lucky. Who's the fucking girl? Rainy Jackson. You're like Rainy yeah, Jackson. He's not the girl, but yes, he is another judge on uh, Paula Marriott. Abdul. I was thinking of Paula Abdul and then Rainy Paula Jackson. You're like Paula Abdul Paula. and Rainy Jackson at a kid. That's what you are, John. Um, I thought that Paula and Simon had a thing. I think they did. Did they? Date I mean, I would have a thing too. Not with Simon, but with Paula. No, I mean, Paolo Abdul. <laughs> Paolo, Paolo Abdul. Liv, Liv um, me, like says, I can't say that word for this episode. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, Liv. He didn't mean it. Um, what? Uh, so wait, what is this? My highest one? Did we go over that yet? You? Yes, you're. Actually, no. This ties mom water for you at nine point four. Uh, that's fair. I agree. Okay, that's fair. So, that's fair. So, John, your highest one was nine point four. This is a nine point four. My highest one so far was an eight point six at Mom Water. My second one is tied. Happy Dad and June Chan. So I'm. Wait, your highest goes- one? Your highest one's only been an eight point six so far. Mom Water. Given- yeah. I'm telling you, I'm the Simon Cow. Yeah. Wow. That's you know. No, that's pretty no impressive. Light is the ten point oh scale. <laughs> <laughs> but like but but that's a 10.0 scale yeah that's the, the premium non-competitive beer okay yeah, yeah but light sponsor us actually don't. <laughs> we, we don't no we we do we want land shark bud light all of the above because we're equality equality yes i agree I equal, but i spelled it wrong pronounced but you know uh speaking of equality do you want to introduce, you want to give a little introduction to our, why, to why, our did, why does equality have to be part of that introduction? <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to think of a transition and the only word that stuck out was equality. So I was like, oh, okay. yeah, speaking of equality. All right. Well, disregarding that, we have, <laughs> we have our, one of our, you know, it's a unique guest. It is. He's not, a fins, he's not a fins up member, but essentially like the amount of time he spent with us in the past year, he's, he's really a fins up member. You yeah, can call he him. Is. He goes by Raph. 
Aslan the Lion from Narnia. Some people call him the White Witch, but mm-hmm. really Raphael yeah, Santeno. You can put some captain, put some rank in front of that name too. Um, but ultimately, just a really good guy that likes to vape all the fucking time. He does. Um, Every time I see him, he's vaping. And he, I've, I've gotten a few hits off of it. I Something about when I'm drinking with him makes me just want to like put the try the vape. And I, I realize why am I taking a hit of a vape? I've never done it in my life. Uh, I, I mean, it is. But, you know, but did Raph, you was, Raph was my commander mm, yeah. when I was a lieutenant. He was my boss for before that when he was my battalion fire support officer. I was a company fire support officer. People are like, who the fuck and shut the fuck up. So that's, I'm not going to talk anymore about the army. But realistically, he was my boss for two years. The smartest man I've ever met, probably, I would say. Like in, intellectually, emotionally. He's very book, smart. Book smart. Everything. He knows everything. And I go to him for financial advice. I go to him for um, when my dog isn't eating food and I want him to eat more. You know, what do I give him? Do I give him pork chop? Do I give him chicken, lamb, beef shank? Mm. What do I give him? I go to Raph. Because he's a know-it-all type of guy. Um, he knows it all. And by know-it-all, I mean he knows absolutely nothing. That's <laughs> say, We say all that to say he actually knows nothing. Um, he's the know, worst fantasy football owner, manager, whatever you want to call him. He, he, didn't do too, he didn't do too bad, though. Did he win? Didn't he win? I think he won. Oh. <gasps> Speaking of Raph, the smartest man that me and Cole know in the world. Gentlemen, can hey. you hear me? Hey, did we, you we can hear you? Not did, you did you win in fantasy this week? I did. See, R. I told you. John. I told you. We just we just had to talk about that. We were like, Hey, you're the worst fantasy football manager of all time, but you're one and oh. So look at the projections, bro. Numbers speak for themselves. You were still That's seventh true. out of eight. For that but no look maybe it was my other league the one that you guys <laughs> drafted for me at the wedding it was phenomenal thank you for the help by the what, way what flavor is that uh this is uh the pear uh, one oh, that i was talking about oh the Delicious. pear Raph. Mm-hmm. Raph, have you tried these before june shine no i've not it's Hard kombucha if you're a kombucha guy it's probably the best you could find not a kombucha, but you know, one one June Chan. John gave it a nine point four, which was his tied for his highest. But John, this is John, John gives everything a really good score. Yeah, Cole the gave it an eight point nice to taste. <laughs> Cole gave it an eight point four, which is also like his second highest score. But I'm That's pretty more honest. conservative. I'm moderate. Um. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like a liberal, like free-thinking mind like John Ardell. Like us Californians, you know, <laughs> us West Coasters, very open people. We spread openness across the country. So Sorry, you're welcome. Open. Before we get into the the catch, well, this is our catch and release. I think we like we make it a verb, not an adjective. Like this is he is our. It's a noun. Raph yeah. is it's, our catch it's and anything, release. It's anything you want it to be, man. You know. 
sorry in advance if I clear my throat. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm getting over some some bad stuff. Oh. Survivor like version 17 at this point. Thanks, Fauci. It's not COVID. It's it's something more intimate than COVID. Yeah, COVID's not really oh. man. But... <laughs> you need a doctor to go fix your herpes. <laughs> Just kidding. Fuck. I'm kidding. That's unfortunate. You can't take those back. We'll cut that part out. Um, uh, we're wait. not. This is unscripted. You're right. Now, with with talking about cutting things out, can we also? I hear my echo a little bit. If I swear to shit, if this echoes during the the because this is our first time. You sound for great. All the, for all the thousands of people listening, you know, and when we post this thing on fucking Spotify, YouTube, Amazon, Apple music itunes whatever the hell it is all the fucking platforms if if I I hear, radio. this is our first time using riverside and not zoom so yeah so we're trying yeah, yeah so we're trying a new platform all right i think this is going to be the optimal platform you know you guys tell us if you like it better or not mm-hmm. but i can already tell you as the editor for friends down this is a much better platform than zoom so, thank you riverside uh, love you sponsor us now, here's the thing I was going to say. Right here, Raph, this episode is dedicated to Aaron Rodgers, number eight, RIP. We got a remembrance candle here. So if you have any, like, you know, a few thoughts and words and prayers for, for what Aaron Rodgers is to you, what he means to you. The heck? Oh, it's uh, that's having some technical difficulties over here. I know I cannot hear anything. By the way, <laughs> I'm kind I of don't know what's going on. That couldn't have that couldn't have been worse timing. That, I'm kind of, oh I'm kind of speechless. Actually, there we go. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Hello. Radio oh. check. This is not a good start for our guy. This is where giving me like Marquise vibes. This is like, <laughs> this is a flashback to our first release. Just turn your audio on, dipshit. See, he heard that. <laughs> Did you hear it? Can you hear me? Wow. Raph. Can you, can you hear me? Colonel, can, Kaler, can, can, Colonel Kaler can hear you. I can't. I'm. I'm. I'm stuck. Oh, oh no. God. Oh no. Um. Can I try rejoining or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna remove you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Did you? Did you hear? Yeah. Remove yourself. Remove your. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Do we keep them released? <laughs> No, we have, to, we, we have to give him a chance. We have to give him a chance because we didn't ask him the questions we put into this. I know. This is not, rap, not a good start. Is it, wait, oh, yeah. That's still on fire, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Raph. Okay. Let me. Raph. Okay. Well, John, we're fine. We're good. Yeah, we, we got nothing but time. I don't have work tomorrow. I haven't slept so, but for two hours. Last night for oh, that's right. staff duty, so I'm still up. You want you want to describe what staff duty is to people? Brigade staff duty? Yeah, you basically 
you babysit nothing. You make sure that if the world burns down, you're alive to see it and you report it. What else would you did say? You, I don't know. Did you, did you do, is there, is it different than any other staff duty? It's wide. It's brigade staff duty. So you're like in charge of the battalion staff duties. Well, I didn't know if you had like other stuff you had to do. You have to like check the motor pools and crap. So I went to the motor pools and I fucking, they were locked, but they weren't locked tight enough that I couldn't squeeze through. And I just wanted to say I walked through the motor pools. So I just took pictures of like fucked up shit in each motor pool so that if brigade was ever like, oh, you didn't check so-and-so's units motor pool. I'd be like, oh yeah. Well then why is this, why is this fucking vehicle's door wide open with fucking Mykonites inside? You know, that's what I would say. But no, I'm okay. I feel that. Oh. All right, Raph. You can't really fault Raph on this one too, because it could be, he was fine for the Zoom. He was fine for the Zoom. Yo, I, I apologize. As soon as you were talking about how great this platform was, like yeah, you, you, we are never getting sponsored now. I'm just letting you know. You have single-handedly <laughs> destroyed any chance of a sponsorship. Is that oh, man. Uh, huh? Well, is that because your fucking earpiece, or what was it? You don't know? Okay, well, I was, I was on a long tribute to Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to fucking do the whole tribute again. But oh, man. This episode is dedicated to Aaron Rodgers. And I just, we were asking you for some kind words. And after we asked you for kind words last time, you said, oh shit, I don't know how to, my, <laughs> I can't hear. So we're, this time we're asking you to give you, you know, give us some insight, just how much he meant to you as a, as a person. So, you know, the first time I really gave a shit about Aaron Rodgers, you we were walking out on the streets of Savannah onto oncoming traffic. And I was like, oh my gosh, this man controls cold. And ever since then, I was like, this man needs to stay healthy every season. Even if he goes to place with the Jets, I don't even know if that's an option, but if he ever does, I hope that he has a phenomenal season because this will devastate Cole. And, and it, did, it did devastate Cole. And if the Packers lose and Rodgers has a torn Achilles, so we already know he has a torn Achilles. If the Packers ever yep. lose, just know the nearest street, there will be a man flying in, whether it's from Bay above, street. from the Probably side. Bay Street. <laughs> Bay Street, yeah, you'll see me here. Call me Roadkill Mula. Um, anyways, <laughs> shall we transition? Shall we transition? Yeah. So, Ref. Are you ready for the question gauntlet? I was uh, born ready. You, are you familiar with the, you're familiar with the episodes, are you not? With the e. No, I've not watched any of the episodes. I say that I do so that you're my friend and you don't get mad. Just kidding. I, I am familiar. Okay. okay. So, you you know, to go, come to shore, to get caught, you just... You've got to be entertaining. I'm treading water right now. I'm treading water. Yeah, you're, you're you 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 were sank you sunk, and now now you got a second life. But all right, all right cool. you want to start us start us off here? Yeah, Raf. 
Are you single? Yes. Okay. How long have you been single? About a week and a half. Week and a half, okay. What do you do in the Army? I am currently an Observer Coast Trainer in First Army. And for those that don't know what an Observer Coast Trainer is, you would say you basically just coach Army people how to Army. Okay. In my case, National Guardsmen, it's it's phenomenal. So, so non-Army men, how to Army. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay. What's your type? My type... Um, Fiery, usually Hispanic, 5'5 five, five and below, I assume. That's where I stay. That's that's my that's comfort it. zone. Mm. Pretty I'll, specific. I'll keep my eyes on a swivel. Mm. Yep. 5'5. Five, five. How many people have you killed? I at least have one confirmed kill. Where, where is she? Where's who? That kill. I, I'm surprised that you know it was a she. Um, well, I, I wouldn't say it was in combat. It was in support of. Oh, support of. Okay, you actually do have it's a confirmed Arnie. kill. You actually do oh, have yeah, a confirmed was, kill. It was. It was a big investigation. It was phenomenal. So this is actually real. Was it, wait, when it was investigation, so was it someone that was friendly? No. Holy shit, not, is this fucking... Got this part no, out. I, I know, did you, wait, is this real? Is it? No, is this was, no I'm not, I'm not, I'm not killing anyone. Is this our first murderer? I, I, just, I, just, I, just, I just suppress and obscure. That's all I do. I suppress and obscure. Okay, That's I'm never. Okay. Are you familiar with the legend of Pinocchio? Yes, I am slightly familiar. Haven't seen it in a while. Okay. So how often do you drink two or more alcoholic beverages in a day? At least uh, two to three times a week. I think I saw your nose get a little bit bigger there, Raph. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't think it can get much bigger, but it got bigger. It's, hey, we, it's, it's grown. Yeah. And it's yep. usually when you're around, man. It's kind of crazy. Two Baileys, two Baileys in your coffee. Damn. Damn, let's go. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a, I want to be a daddy. A like, dad or a daddy? Act. Yeah, do you want to be a Both. daddy or daddy? I want to be a dad who's considered a daddy with a Z. I mean, you could be a daddy now, you know, if by definition, urban dictionary definition, you can be a daddy. Hopefully. That's something. He's not, he's not fully grown up yet. He needs to like. No, saturate. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kid. He needs to, we all need to saturate a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Who was your childhood crush? My childhood crush. Um. Real life or like celebrity crush? Well, yeah, like not in Puerto Rico. Give us your Puerto Rican childhood crush. Mm -hmm. Raisa Gomez. I still remember her. Um, Can you pull up a photo of her? I, I can't because I was in like second grade. 
but my mom found out I liked her. So she had her mom bring her to class and we met and I froze. And then after that, I never saw her again. Raisa, great. <laughs> Raisa Gomez. Did she yeah. change her name to Selena? By chance. I mean, Selena's bad, so she might be my celebrity crush. Yeah, hundred percent. See, I'm not a big fan of Selena. Hot take. No, I don't. No. Hot take. Hot take. I don't think she's the bee's knees. You know what I'm saying? In a in the kindest PG terms, you know, she's not. I, she has a baby face. I'm just gonna say it on the air right now, live. So, baby face. So our rated crush, um, I would say the lady from Titanic. I was a young, impressionable kid. And the whenever the, yeah, the redhead, whenever her scene came on, I'd be like. The, well, wait, the old version or the young version? The young version. The old okay, version is the like, acquired taste afterwards. Oh, like, uh, you mean like the naked when scene? I was like, when she's yeah, naked. Yeah, I'm, okay. Yeah. I don't know her name, but like I saw it when I was a kid and I'd be like, I don't want to look. And then, Classic. you know. Well, um, I think that's now we know that she was that must have been a short and fiery Kate Winslet. Um, okay, slap and kiss, marry, kill. Are you familiar with My this? Favorite, one? So we don't question. Fuck, yeah, we don't do fucking on this episode. We do slap and this kiss. Is, this is PG. It's PG G, PG thirteen. Um, I'm gonna give you slap and kiss, marry, kill. Three celebrities. Maria Antoinette, mm. Maria Sharapova, or Paola Dean, or pa pa Paola Dean, Paola Dean. Mm. I see you typing. Are you looking them up on Google right now? No, because I don't. So I know Maria Sharapova, Sharapova, Paola Dean. You know her. Um, who is Maria Antoinette? Antoinette. Yeah. History, bro. So it's slap, kiss, marry, kill. Yeah, you have a slap and kiss one, marry one, and kill one. Paladin. Slap, kiss. You're going to slap Paladine. and kiss Paladin. Baddie. You know what slap and kiss represents, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Paladin. Biscuits afterwards. Mm, and I yeah, mean, that, that butter. Hey, uh, so just. That's Mary on Mary, Mary, uh, Maria Sharapova and kill. Oh, Antoinette, because goddamn. But she, she's already dead. You got the bow. That's a lot. That's a lot. She, and she's already dead, so it's okay. Well, you're killing her is, you know, it's already happened, you know? Uh, what's your drink of choice? My drink of choice um, depends on the mood, but usually high noons do it for me. Well, what was, that? What was that? Go ahead with the other one. Um, and then like around like, you know, 11 o'clock midnight, it's vodka Red Bulls, mm. Tito's preferably. On, on Tuesdays, Wednesdays too? <clears throat> no, it's more like weekend, like, uh, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Gotcha. Friday. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I feel yeah. that. I feel that. What's that Puerto Rican beer you were talking about? Oh, uh, Medalla. You had it, right? You tasted yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like drinking like a. Like a crappy Miller, but it's like yeah. it's an expensive crappy it's, Miller light. 
I mean, it's expensive in Savannah. Like yeah. back home when I was in college, I would get it for like 50 cents on Thursday nights. So that was our go-to. Okay. Speaking of in Savannah, what's your favorite bar in Savannah and least favorite bar? Oh. Uh, least favorite. To be honest, you're probably going to hate me. Like I don't like Saddlebags. Not a big Saddlebags guy. Hey, Overrated. After, after my last experience in Saddlebags, I hate Saddlebags too. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. Tell the listeners about your experience at Saddlebags. I got oh, kicked boy. out of Saddlebags because I stepped up for some women and some jackass men getting in a fight and getting in their face and trying to shove them. And so I said, excuse me, what the fuck's going on? And then guess what? Four jackass Calby wannabes that are bouncers that probably make, you know, 10 bucks an hour just trying to lift during the day and like live in their grandparents' basements. Like, I want to go work at Saddlebags as a bouncer. And then they come over and they're like, who, who was the guy that started this fight? And then the bartender that Cole Mueller himself three years ago actually bought three $1,500 tabs like back to back to back nights. Terrible, <laughs> terrible sequence for me of all time. Worst of worst of all. Yeah, the I same bartender that. is like, kick him out. And she's like pointing at me. <laughs> and I'm like, why? When you got three jackasses that are shoving women? Oh, okay. I was just trying to clarify why they're shoving women. Gotcha. Gotcha. Kick me out. So then I'm the bad guy. But guess what? Rogers is too, because there's too many people in this world that don't know what the fuck is right and what the fuck is wrong. No, you're the hero that Savannah needs, Cole, not the hero that they want. They don't want him. Yeah. He's been a gentleman. I'm been a gentleman. When the nighttime <laughs> comes out in, in Savannah, that's when the whole comes out. <laughs> the tape goes on. Cole comes out. He stands right. up for justice. That's Cole Mueller. Speaking of justice, what's your favorite bar? You still haven't told us. Um, it's probably going to be Barrel. It's uh, I do. 50-50. I, it's going to have a great night or a really fucked up night. One of the two. Backs, Not Rail or at least for me. Hmm. Barrel. Barrel for sure. So, yeah, Barrel. Because, like, I mean, that's where the night ends. The live music, too, most of the time. That's where you meet the. That's where I. That's where I met. Uh, where I met John. So it was a pretty awkward first interaction. But I, I remember it, and I appreciate you for that. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember, but I appreciate you for that. I do remember you were wearing. It was, Let's not elaborate. Let's not uh, elaborate too much on that night. But I just want <laughs> you to know that I do appreciate you for that, and thank you. Uh, you, didn't know, you didn't know me. I was blacked out, and it was something to do with the Patriots, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, I remember that." Well, to specify on that, Raph's nights don't end at Barrel. That's just where he gets in the Uber and goes to wherever the winds and the feminine life takes him. You know, you usually the to the fountains in Chatham Parkway. That's where I lived. You know, yeah. yeah. Do okay. aliens exist? Yes. What about leprechauns? Only males, no females, right? That's what I heard last time. Oh, only, yeah. only, okay. I believe it's only females. Oh, was it backwards? It's it's only female leprechauns. Yes. Yep. But are you yes. leprechaun? Are, there... <laughs> are, you... Are, are you leprechaun? You leprechaun? <laughs> you said you're in the redheads. 
You said you're in the redheads. Pants. Um, it was it was Rose though. That was my that was my redhead Rose for uh, Titanic. Nice, nice. How small is too small? Uh, too small. Um, height or like feet or inches? What are we talking about? Length, girth, height. Mm. All three metrics. Mm. We use the metric system as well. Um, how small is too small? I mean, mm. I think I think five one is too small for me. Centimeters. Got to lean over too much. I heard five that's average. average. I heard five one is average. Not just by by research. Inches I, I, or or feet. Um, we uh, you know, well, uh, <laughs> it's however you want to define it. I was talking about feet, like women, like partners, but or centimeters, inches, or, <laughs> or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What other metric systems are there? Volume, five point one cubic meters. Five one meters? is yeah. like like your team. Five one is Kenoff. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that. See, <laughs> I knew I liked you, Raph, even though we had that awkward moment at Barrel. You're still my favorite. Moment. You're still my favorite Fins Down member. Um, what is your biggest accomplishment in life? My biggest accomplishment was um, currently probably being a commander for Off Battery. And not, not that, but probably having Cole not kill himself during my command. I think that was a huge accomplishment of mine. Amen, um, brother. Not having Cole kill himself. You thought I was going to kill myself and not Cause, you. Because he would because he would say that all the time. I'm going to kill myself. And I'm like, oh my God. He's going to kill himself. Yeah. Oh, wow. He, he did that with you too. Yeah, he does that. Yeah, he did that with us every day. Especially when you send him on a detail to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I never saw him kill myself. But he ruined my life. He ruined my life on that episode. That episode, no, look. I gave you, I gave you, I gave you an opportunity to. I got a heart surgery because of that. An, you gave me a heart surgery on that one. You literally broke you, my I, heart. I, I gave uh, you the opportunity to create a new future. Yeah. Think about that. You're right. That, that is a good mentor the, right there. I learned how the Polish army is going to beat our ass. Okay. Um. <laughs> speaking of beating our ass. Good Can transition. you explain the difference between a risk to mission and a risk to force? Risk to mission is anything that will inhabit your ability to accomplish said mission. So, um, I mm. mean, they tie into each other. Risk to force is like whatever um, weather, like being like freezing cold, like soldiers don't have not having enough like gear to keep themselves warm and in a, and, in a, and having the ability to operate. Um, that's the risk to force. Risk to mission is something that's going to be severe, like catastrophic to your ability to accomplish a mission. So I need a battery six, but I only have two guns up. That's that's risk to mission. I cannot accomplish said mission because I don't have enough assets available to generate the effects that you desire for me to accomplish the mission that you're sending. Gotcha. Now, here's my question on that. If if those soldiers that are don't have enough cold weather gear, that's a risk to force, right? If yeah. you don't, if you don't have the risk to force, if you don't have the force, that's a risk to mission in my mind. Correct. Yeah, so then, they, 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 it fits into the mission in my in, yeah, in our yeah. so analysis. It, I think it's like, it's like the eeny, same thought. It's eeny meeny miny mo tomato tomato fucking potato potato. Okay, thank you, young yeah. blood. Um, second, 
At echelon. At echelon. Second on that. Follow up. Two. Uh, uh, you only have two guns up. Sounds like a shitty battalion. Um, yep. You have two guns up, but you need 18. Or let's just say you need a battery. You fucking, it's a risk of force because you can't protect yourself. Again, we're good. For those that don't fucking know what the army is, fast forward those last three minutes of your life. You'll never get those back. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I won't get them back. John, before we go to the final question, I have to ask one thing. Is Narnia real? No, it's a wrap. Narnia. <laughs> you said John. So that was, I was like, wow, he's going to question me now. Like, can I be released? You know, pe- people might not believe this. Because, no you know, people usually need to see to believe, but Narnia is real. And it's out there. What is your Narnia? My Narnia? Every, I mean, Narnia is a... I would like. I like to think Narnia is a is a uh, frame of mind, you know. Yeah. And I was just, you know, everyone's Narnia is different. You know? Sometimes when you walk so, in the PS Tavern on Sundays, like that's Narnia. Yeah. So it's it's. Uh, I think it's like a world between worlds, right? <laughs> like everything, everything's happening at the same time, past, present, future, and it's like a little portal that sometimes you find it in Grafenbier, Germany. Sometimes you find it in oh, yeah. PS Tavern. Sometimes yeah. you find it in Barrel or yeah. a Rail. And yeah. you just decide to step in. You take the chance. Especially when you black out. <laughs> yeah, like uh, there's so much going on. You, you hear voices. You're in Nardia. <laughs> you, you've, you've heard what's happened. You're seeing what's happening. And you know yeah. what could happen. But you take the chance. And you walk in there. And hey, might be Narnia. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's good. That's we, good. We called you Aslan earlier in the episode. So that's your nickname back in high school, right? Yeah. yeah um, all the girls called me that. Aslan, Aslan Centeno. <laughs> okay, John, take us, take us to that question. All right, Raph. Well, you know, we, we, we discuss a lot during this question gauntlet. You raised some eyebrows, you lowered some eyebrows. You raised the national average to five one, which I just want to let everybody know is average. You told us what your Narnia is. You've told us your your type. You told us that you like the old lady in Titanic. I respect that. But Thank you. The not real Marie question, Antoinette, though. not Mary Antoinette. You would kill her even though she's already dead. You know, I don't know much about her life, but that's that's sad. That's sad, Raph. <laughs> and I almost removed you, but you redeemed yourself. In my eyes so far, and so Raph, I have this one question to ask you. And me and Cole are actually asking this together, but it's coming out of my mouth. Okay? Through my words. Raph, these are, <laughs> these are Cole word, Cole's words coming out of my mouth right now. Ooh. Raph, would you like to swim in our ocean? Yes. I would like to swim in your ocean. He's swimming in the water. It's an ocean. <laughs> He's an ocean swimmer. You were literally doing the, the swimming motion. I actually hey, respect I, that. I've been swimming since I was a kid, so, you know. Okay. Hey, time for the cut, cut zip, shut the fuck up lips to hit, hit the ass, all right? Are we understood? It's sports take of the week time, all right? Sports talk. Uh, Are we understood? Sports 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we need sports. For this audience, we've had the fantasy draft last week. That was a whole episode of, of football, all right? It was a whole episode of talking about NFL football. I'm sorry if you hate NFL football. Probably just, just scratch for the next sweet. 15 to 10 minutes, okay? Here's what yeah. we're going to discuss, though. Surprises and disappointments of week one NFL, our initial reactions. Who were, who were excited and surprised about as far as who outplayed their basically their expectations and then disappointing performances from some of the teams that we thought were maybe going to do very well, especially to start the year. Uh, so I'm going to start us off. I'm going to let you guys chime in and then give your own takes. Um, specifically, we, were all, we all watched week one opening kickoff Thursday night, Lions-Chiefs. I think a lot of us thought that the Chiefs were going to have a tough time against the Lions, but everyone was thought the Chiefs were going to pull it off. So Lions, yep. you know, they, they stayed in it. Kadarius Tony, clown face idiot. <laughs> Fucking if, if it wasn't for Kadarius Tony, that game would still be with the Chiefs. And as a Packers fan, I truly wish the Chiefs won. But regardless, you got to tip your hat to the Lions. I like how that they're going into – uh, something big with the Seahawks. So Seattle's going to Detroit. They're going to play each other, and that's good. Fucking Detroit's a six-point favorite this coming week. That's an exciting game, but Lions showed showed who they really are. They mean business. There was a lot of hype around them this year. Yeah. Jared Goff looks good. I think that team is probably a top five, top six team in the NFC. Uh, Agreed. Only Agreed. playoff caliber. 49ers and Steelers. Definitely thought that was going to be a close game. Steelers fucking looked like dog ass. Kenny Pickett looked good in preseason. That didn't pan out. So ultimately, I think the Steelers are definitely looking at maybe another year of, you know, nine and eight, eight and nine. You know, Mike Tomlin doesn't have losing seasons. So you like to think they're going to have have a, a couple good wins eventually. Uh, but yeah, Steelers need work. Going to the next one, I got two more. Packers, Rams, or no, not Packers, Rams. Packers, I want to talk on specifically. A lot of people said the Bears were going to beat the Packers. Bears were favored. Yeah. I put money on the Bears just because, guess what? I don't put money on the Packers. What was the score? 38. It was 38 14 at one point. Okay. Thank you. It was 38 20 final. But here's the deal Packers. Show that they have a really good defense, and then their offense—they're explosive. They have a lot of talent, but they're young, so they're going to make a lot of mistakes. They're not, you know, they're not going to do everything the way they need to, scripted like a well-established Eagles or Niners team. Packers are going to win games this year, though. I'm going to tell you right now, and we're going to have this situation where, you know, you once you get after like the top five teams in the NFC, anybody can make the playoffs. Packers can easily sneak in. You never know; any team could. Uh, Rams, how the fuck did they beat the Seahawks so bad? That was impressive without Cooper Cup. That's exciting. People didn't think the Rams were going to be good. They had them as the 30th ranked team in the NFL. So everyone that thought that the Rams were going to be literally one of the worst three teams in the league, wake the hell up. They went to the Super Bowl two years ago. They're back. Okay? So they have a chance. They still have the same team. They lost fucking Jalen Ramsey, the diva. Giants, Fucking, you're an idiot. That's these are my dis. I'm gonna go to my second disappointment. What the hell? 
you guys can't protect Daniel Jones for three seconds. What's going on? So figure that out. Brian Dayball, good offensive mind. I don't know what happened. They're, they just need to erase that script and just retry. Bills, four turnovers for Josh Allen against the Jets. Zach Wilson, is he better than Josh Allen? That's what I'm look. That's what I hear. Not I'll really. But mm-hmm. the Bills are my Super Bowl favorite. I picked the Bills for the Super Bowl. That's my Super Bowl pick. So I'm just saying they're fine. There's no scare with the Bills, but Josh Allen needs to, hey, I'm not going to throw it to Jermaine Whitehead three times. All right, what do you guys think? What do you guys got? All right, well, they're, they're, I'm, I'm, you know, you miss one team, and those are the Bengals Bears or <laughs> Bengals Browns. I think yes. that game was 100%. Probably to me, what what you know, one of the top three upsets, just because not to say that the Browns were going to do bad because you know there's all that hype that Deshaun Watson he's going to be back. We played the same way he did a couple of years, few years ago, um, coming out of college. Like you thought, like people knew they were going to do decent, but to blow out the Bengals twenty to three was like I, I think it was twenty three, right? Twenty four three. Twenty four to three. Um, even worse. It's just like, how did the Bengals go to the Super Bowl in the last? You know a couple of years ago and they still have the, you know, they still have Jamar chase. They still have, you know, all the, you know, all the wide receivers. Anymore. They have a better Every, team than they had two years ago. Joe Mixon is a running back. You know, they, he has a good O line. Um, I just didn't, I don't know what happened with that game. I mean, I was watching a bunch of games. Like I was at a sports bar and I kind of kept glancing over. I didn't watch it as much because I thought the Bengals would do a lot better than they did. Um, I, I don't know what happened. Um, I saw a lot of cool videos of like the Browns, like sliding past like blockers and tackling people. And like, they just looked, they looked rough. They looked aggressive. Their defense looked great. Um, and then the Buccaneers with Baker Mayfield with the Buccaneers also pulling out the win. Um, I thought that was an upset, obviously to old people, not the biggest upset, but he did, he did well. Baker Mayfield didn't do too bad. Um, but I think those were the only two that you didn't really talk about, you know, the, the Buccaneers and, and Bengals. I mean, you went over all the top ones, obviously, but the Buccaneers. I wanted to highlight the Buccaneers too, just them winning and 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 doing as well as they did. But yeah, no, yes, yeah, so like I, I agree um, with John. Like you covered most of them, um, but one thing that I so I kept looking. So I don't I don't know who the hell this uh, Kadarius Tony uh, was until this past game, and the funny thing that I found out about him is uh, he started trash talking all the Giants fans. After getting, you know, after having probably the worst performance of a receiver that I've seen, yeah, because uh, like apparently he's had like a bad blood with the Giants fans uh, for a while now, and like, man, shut shut up. Like, Wait, if, you should talk. If, you should talk Giants fans when they lost forty zero. Yes, that's hilarious. Yeah, I actually love that. I think that's so funny. Yeah, like. But then, but if he, he would, if they would have won, he would if he would have cast like at least three of the big, you know, big gains and or possible touchdowns that were in his hands, you know, a couple of times. Um, I, I, I get you. Like, you know, if you come from a team that you have some animosity with, um, you know, talk your shit and like, you know, show out. But if you had a terrible game, like yeah, probably one of the worst play. games a receiver has had. Just, just don't say nothing. And I will say one thing we didn't talk about, and also for you, John, moral victories. Patriots. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'll say, I was going to mention them. Yeah. Yeah. Moral victories. You know, 
Um, that that first quarter was rough, very rough. Um, I was Sloppy. one of two. I was one of two Patriots fans, and uh, the B Dubs here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Hub City, by the way. <laughs> if you were confused about my fantasy team name, um, love it. Uh, after the first quarter, I was the only Patriots fan in the bar. Um, but then you know, as the game went on, like Mac Jones, I think second half, like just showed. Show some promise. Um, what did he want for like three, like over 300 yards? Yeah, like one interception, but three touchdowns. Um, Bourne, uh, what's his first name? Um, Kendrick Bourne, yeah. He, yeah, Kendrick he... Bourne came out of nowhere to just, you know, make us feel good. Yeah, he I came think out, that was I a mean, huge win. Yeah, my, I mean, my, yeah, we lost. I got it. Um, obviously upset about that. We should have, we should have won that game, honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, some of the receivers just kind of playing sloppy, not, you know, keeping the toes in before going out of bounds. It happened two or three times. Jack. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, he looked good for jumping on. He's going to be like a James White figure doing the screens. Okay. And I, I think he did well. I think is, I think Zeke out of him yes. and Ramon, out of him and Stevenson, Zeke was the better running back. Um, he was a receiving running back. He was more, like I say, he's more the James White. Um, he was, kind of replacing the James yeah, he was the scat back. They had Zeke as a scat back. In the offense? Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, you know, he was, he, you know, whenever there's a screen, it went to Zeke. So he, like, they tossed, yeah. they, they threw the ball to Zeke. Stevenson didn't do as well as I thought. Um, you know, obviously, I'm a fan, fantasy team. So he thought it was going to be top 10. They're also playing, you know, the Eagles D line. So I, I didn't think yeah. he was going to get as many points as he was. It was raining. Um, so, like, there, there was, you know, they, you, you had the weather to factor in, too. And, you know, people are like, oh, well, the Eagles just played sloppy. The Patriots aren't actually that good. I disagree. I think, especially when Mac Jones did that two-minute drive, they scored in, you know, in two minutes. Like, he just threw it down. Yeah. It looked easy. And I'm like, why, did, why didn't you do that? Like, why couldn't you do that the whole game? I get it. I had to do with momentum, aggression, all that stuff. But he made it look easy. Like, Mac is good. Like, he can – he has potential to do as well as he did his rookie season and all that. Um so I, I'm feeling hopeful. You're right. I'm feeling hopeful. I think that was not a disappointment. I think that yeah. was a win for for the past. Yeah. Pass and he he I was would... he was being a little bit simpatico, connecting with Hunter Henry, but it was a little bit too late. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, him, and, him and Hunter. Hunter it was looked what, good. Six, it was like sixteen zero, right, or something like that. Was the score at first? Yes. You know, sixteen zero. Yeah, yeah. Then he connected with Hunter Henry in the end zone. But yeah, yeah, I, I was yeah. saying this. I don't know who I. Maybe it was Raf or John. One of you. There's like four Patriots fans that I know. It's like I felt like a five-point loss to the Eagles was a win for the yeah for the Patriots for them. Yeah, them. yeah. And, and here's and here's the thing with that is it's a long year. That I God bless this man right here on the Jets. Right, give him a look. Amen. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's, um, it's, this is totally normal. It's totally normal behavior. For those watching, Cole just kissed his candle. Okay. I just want everyone to know he's um, gone. He's gone. He's out. So guess what that means for the Jets? They got Zach Wilson. I love that defense. I still love that offense. But you're telling me Zach Wilson and that offense is going to beat the Patriots with the Patriots have an, a phenomenal defense, and I want to let that be known. Judon, I'm he's telling you, Judon. Yes. When this season gets going, that was the that was the Eagles. 
Okay, now you guys didn't play great, but I'm telling you right now, let that defense get going. You guys are yep. going to win six or seven games just from defense alone. Yeah. Mac Jones, Absolutely. do you guys think he's your starting quarterback? Like, do you think he's a future guy? Like, does, is Belichick sold on him? Or is Bill O'Brien? I think, I think we need to get further on in the season. I don't think he's a franchise quarterback right now. I don't think Belichick's decided that he's a franchise quarterback. I think, and you need to, uh, we're going to have to wait until like week six or eight, see how consistent he is. Like, if it, you know, if it's like last year where he's just on and off, mostly off then no, he's not going to be franchised. You can't, I don't think this week one performance yeah. really dictates it. Um, I think we're going to have to wait until week six or eight to see if he's going to be a franchise quarterback. Yeah. I, I think, I think Bill's like really set on his intangibles and he's been set on his intangibles for this like past two years. But now it's like a matter of like results. Like what can you actually, because we, we get it. It's like like you, have a, you have an amazing mind. You can read defenses. Like you're a smart dude, but now can you perform? And, I, and think, he, I think that's where it comes down to. And I, Mac Jones comes from a background where he's, you know, confident in big games. That's the thing about Mac Jones. I think if you put him in the Super Bowl, he would perform the same way he'd perform in the regular season. I don't think it's a confidence issue. I think it's an offensive scheme issue. And yeah. I would like to think yeah. with Bill O'Brien, like he'll get yeah. back on track from the like to his rookie year. Um, I still don't think they have the most talented pieces surrounding them, but no. they're not, they're not terrible. Like they can still win football games and they have a really talented yeah. defense. They have a great coaching staff. So it's just, they're playing the AFC. That's what's hard. That's why people aren't picking it's, the Patriots to make the playoffs. Yeah. It's a tough division. I mean, just watching the office, the Dolphins beat the Chargers and you got the Jets defense. Yeah. I mean, we, we already went over it all. Like it's, we, it's, it's going to be tough for us. Like just, just the playoffs and all that we have potential, but I think like I was saying, it's just consistency. Like, all yeah, we did great. Teams, the first. All, yeah. All yeah. three teams in tier. I had like my tier rankings in the first episode where it was like AFC tier rankings. I said the top three yeah. teams in AFC and everyone would say this, you put chiefs, bills, Bengals as the three best teams in the NFC and or AFC and maybe even the NFL. Like, you put the Eagles in there as the four best teams. 49ers, two at five. But all three of those teams are 0-1. And they all lost to another rival. Uh, well, no, the yeah. Chiefs lost to yeah. the Lions. But outside of that, they lost to a rival in the AFC. So, like, the Browns kicked the fucking ass out of the Bengals. Jets yeah. got lucky, I think. But that's just because Josh Allen was on his period. That's, that's where we're at right now. I that's where we're at right now. And, like, you, any team can beat any given Sunday in the NFL. Like, Joe Burrow was on his period, too. But yeah, man, he, he was not a handicapper. He's not going to be – it's not his time of the month next week. He's going to do really well. So that's why I have but money see, on him. Well, that's why yeah. I think week one is hard to dictate because a lot of the good teams did not do well. Even the teams that won, it was, like, a lot of, like, close margins, you know – even with the Ravens, I had Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson, I wouldn't say he played phenomenal. I don't feel confident in Lamar Jackson. Um, I think he did okay. I mean, he has weapons like obviously like Zay Flowers. He went off. Odell had a pretty good, you know, a couple of good catches. I mean, I wouldn't say he did well, but he had a couple of good catches. Um, even without Mark Andrews, they still won. But like, I think like a lot of. Like a lot of what the commentators are saying, shaking out the cobwebs, all that stuff. Like it's we're not going to know until the next few weeks. You already know that, but 
um, there were a lot of disappointments. I think there were more disappointments than anything this week one. So yeah, it was except for the Packers. Um, except for the Packers, yeah. Congrats. Hey, I was very we... happy that you know your Packers, you know, did it. They ran out of jello shots. In PS Tavern, in PS Tavern, they ran out of jello shots after like the third or fourth touchdown. But I love that the owner you. of the bar, never Scott. Shout out owner of the bar, Scott. He bought he bought us a round of shots. He he made it real shots. You know what I mean? He made it real. Cole pickle shots was maybe a little overexcited when we won that game, but guess what? I don't fucking care. All right, we're one and now. Packers are a bad team, right? We're terrible. We suck. We're awful. No one thinks we can win a game. We're terrible. We play the Falcons this week. Bad. Cole Mueller is going to be at that negative. game. Cole Mueller is going to be in the proximity of the sideline. And by proximity, maybe right there, maybe on the sideline. I, I need maybe you to come up. I need you to be on national TV. Like, I need you to make it on TV. If you see a field goal kick and you see the top of the stadium, look for like, me. Way top. But I'm serious. Look. I'm like I'm like in the very back in the corner. Maybe if, if they shank the field goal. If they shank the field goal on the, like the far right side, <laughs> I'll be in the top, and that's look for the guy. Look, look for the guy getting kicked out, trying to jump down to get a better seat. That's going to be Cole Mueller. He's he's going to be waving <laughs> at the cameras as the security people are pulling him out because he tried to get the front row. Me and Liv, <laughs> me and Liv are going to bully our way to a like lower deck seat. I promise. Well, that, that's I'm going to I'm going to be at Mike's. I'm going to be at Mike's watching that game, making sure that you know. Not making sure, but I just want to see if I can see you. But yeah. remember, remember the Packers Saints game down in Florida. We we like went down all the way to like the middle row. Well, that was that was a weird situation where because it was in Jacksonville, both fan bases didn't fill the stadium. Yeah, this one is going to be insanely packed. That's why the tickets yeah. were extremely expensive, just for even like Jeez. top deck. So we'll be fine. But transitioning from top deck. Great bar in Savannah. No Great one bar. said it's a favorite, but Jesse Helms actually did say it was his favorite bar in Savannah. He, he did say he liked Top Deck, yeah. We will go into view. our favorite segment. You know who has terrible food? Top Deck. But you know who has a great appetite and sense for good food? The Butter Bar. And so for the Butter this Bar right of the week, we have his paraphernalia. <laughs> it's... Right now we got a salt and pepper shaker. We have a yum yum berry. We have a yeah. cheesecake, and we have drugs in the bottom right, or that's sugar. <laughs> um, right, yeah. So cold, cold, close, right? You got a peach, peach? pig's feet, sugar, and blue cheese. And so cheese. We, have, we we got new merch on the Butter Bar store, right? So this represents each episode. We have all episodes, um, you know, shirts that represent all the ingredients that were used. Obviously, the first episode, I had to use all four of these ingredients. Um, on the back, it has an episode number on it. Um, it you know, it's pretty cool. You know, did, it's, did, uh, it's meshed. Yeah, did you get your shirt in the mail for this? Uh, yeah, I, I, I shipped a shirt to all fans down members, um, but they did not get fulfilled. Sorry, guys. You guys weren't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I did, yeah. get a, I did get a message from a random ass uh, email saying that they cannot, you know, fulfill my order from USPS. I'm like. Yeah, Weird. you didn't do it. Good. The, truth is, the truth is, I'm kidding, so that wasn't it. But <laughs> so, it's, it, so it's probably my Army 10-miler shirt, which I also forgot that I was <laughs> going to yeah. I was supposed to receive my Army 10-miler shirt, and then I realized that I ignored it. 
Yeah. So you know, I'm gonna be completely honest with this butter bar by but the butter bar by the week this week. Um, I didn't have a lot of time to do research. Okay, the butter bar has been a little quiet. The the, the butter bar. Yeah. Okay. You know, I've been busy. My new job. Uh, you know, I've well, I've already talked about it. I don't want to complain about it. Working from four in the morning till till seven at night. It's not the best job. Um, and uh, my boss is awesome. Love my boss. Great guy. He's helping me with transitioning. He's gonna let me get the whole full six months of transitioning. Did you do an internship and CSP and all that? It's great. Um, but but yeah, I haven't had a lot of time. But talking about football, it got me thinking while we were doing this podcast. I actually thought about what I was gonna talk about. But thinking about football, so I got a list of like you know all the most common foods that people like to cook during football season, right? A lot of people don't want to be stuck in the kitchen. A lot of times you, I mean, some people don't want to go out to watch the games. They want to watch it in the comfort of their home, but they still crave those the bar food. They still crave, you know, whether it's pizza, dips, whatever, but you also don't want to be stuck in the kitchen for hours while the game's going on. Okay. Yes. So I have some quick recipes that you still get like that fulfillment of eating that good bar food, football food, whatever. Um, but not taking a lot of time in the kitchen, or it's something that you can let rest while you're while you're watching the game, right? Is so, this your I mean, recipe? We, is this your recipe, or is this fucking some other recipe? These are my these are my recipes. Okay. So they're very simple recipes. Obviously, you're not going to go out and you know you're not going to be cooking something at the stove that requires all the attention. Like you're not going to cook fish. You're not going to. You're probably not going to make a bunch of different steaks, different cuts, different cooks. Um, you want to do something that you can put in the slow cooker. You want to put in the oven or something like that while you're watching the game. So, you know, Ty mentioned it the other week. What his favorite thing was is buffalo chicken dip, right? And everyone has their own recipes for buffalo chicken dip. Everyone, you know, does their own thing. But I'm going to give you a simple, easy recipe that you can do while you're watching the game, while you're not laboring over the stove. Something that's really, really easy and only takes five or six ingredients. Rav, you're laughing. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> You are making me sad. You're dead. You're taking away. Let's go, Buffalo Dip. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, is that not chef enough for you, Rap? Do you want me to give you some? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm just like, Cole's like doing the thing where he like doesn't laugh, but he's laughing and it makes me laugh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, the Buffalo Dip is the best one that John's done since. Like, I'm excited about this one. So, Rap, if you could cut the shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Raph, you it's not too late to get released. I just want to let you know. You can get released at any point in time. And this is my segment. This is the Butterbar segment. Probably the most important segment. I, Actually, it's no, my favorite segment. segment. It's right, my favorite segment. Because I love I've been cooking, um, so I appreciate yeah, all, the, all the all the yeah. all the notes. To all the viewers and, and listeners, I'm just kidding. I'm actually a really nice guy. Uh, <laughs> love you, Raph. Um but okay, what was I saying? Oh, Buffalo Chicken Dip, right? Very, very chefy thing, yes. Um, so <laughs> literally only five ingredients, right? Every person's house you go to, they always have it. It's, it's such a popular thing, but all you need is cream cheese, a rotisserie chicken. Um, I like to add blue cheese to mine. Some people don't like blue cheese, whatever. I have blue cheese to mine, Buffalo sauce, like the can, like the, like the, um, package Texas Pete Buffalo sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like to add cheddar cheese as well. So you literally take those five ingredients. Now, a lot of people 
they complain that the buffalo chicken dip is too greasy, whatever. Well, when you use a rotisserie chicken, only use the chicken breast. Don't use the chicken thighs. Don't use the drumstick meat or any of that because it's really? too fatty. Yeah, there's it. Chicken breast has the best texture, but a lot of people are like they have that stereotype that chicken breast is too dry. It's not good for you know. It's probably the least flavorful you know type of meat or whatever. But chicken, chicken breast, breast, or like should you get two rotisseries then? I feel like that's not enough I chicken. Use, yeah, if I mean, you get I a mean, good two chicken breasts are big enough. Yeah. Especially since you got the cream, because you don't want too much chicken. You want it. You want an even ratio, even balance, right? Yeah. So I do. I use one rotisserie chicken. I use both breasts. So you got two chicken breasts in there. And this recipe is probably going to feed close to about six to eight people, right? Or one um, cold meal. Or one cold mueller, yes. Like if I make, I'm going to talk about chili later on, but yes, one cold mueller. So you got the two chicken breasts. You literally just shred that up in a bowl, make them even. Put them in the crock pot. You can also put, if you don't have a crock pot or a slow cooker, put it, you know, just in a regular stock pot. You take eight ounces of cream cheese, a block of Philadelphia cream cheese. Um, for better results, use a full fat cream cheese. It makes it more creamy, whatever. Throw that in there. Um, I usually do about six ounces of shredded ch cheddar cheese. Throw that in there. Um, add, I usually do about a cup, a cup and a half of buffalo sauce. And then I like to do, I don't know, I don't know how, how much measurement of blue cheese, like an ounce to two ounces. I like blue cheese. I like the sharpness. It cuts through the fat. You need something acidic. You need that funk. They kind of make it not as heavy. And so I add that in there. You literally just mix it all together with a, you know, with, with, with a fork, a whisk, whatever. And then you just, if, you, if you're using a slow cooker, put it in there for about two hours, three hours. So while you're, you know, before you start the games, do it like an hour before you start the games, put it on there. While you're watching an hour in, you'll have your buffalo chicken dip. Um, really easy, creamy. Uh, for some hacks, I like to add sour cream too. Not a lot of people like to add the sour cream. Sour cream, once again, adds acidity. And it kind of cuts through the fat of the cream cheese. It cuts through the fat of the, the, the cheddar cheese. So you need a balance. Cooking's all balanced. So you don't want to make it too heavy. Um, but if you, don't, if you think it's too much funk or it's too much acidity, don't add it. But I like to add it. I like the balance. Um, another hack that I like to do, and I made this for the Super Bowl one time when I came down to Savannah, um, or when I was in Savannah, is you take you probably guys have probably seen this too, the wine roll pull apart sandwiches, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, so those are once again really easy and does not take a lot of time. I'm gonna do a pizza version because I made a pizza version and a ham cheese version one time. Uh, the pizza version is really easy. So you take a whole pack of wine sweet rolls. So they're all connected, all the rolls, you know, you can pull apart, whatever. You put them on a sheet tray, which a sheet tray is like, you know, those baking, the baking trays that you like roast vegetables and salmon or fish or whatever on. And you take a sheet tray, you put the wine rolls on that. You cut it in half with a serrated knife. So you use like the, um, the edge of the sheet tray to line your knife so you can even cut all the way through. Cut the whole thing in half. Don't pull them apart. Cut them all in half at once. Um, I like to use melted butter. I spread melted butter on each half. So the inside, uh, and then you add, I like to add, I do fresh garlic. Raph, you're laughing again. You're, you know, I, you're making me, you're making me question my integrity. I could just, no. you know, we could just cancel the butter bar by the week. I get so much fun. No, no, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. No, no, I'm loving it. I, I just, I'm trying to ignore Cole. He keeps fucking smirking. Oh. Can, can I, can I say one thing. thing? Can 
Can I say one yeah. thing? Can we not do the pizza one? Can we go? What was the one you made for? Don't do a pizza Hawaiian roll one. Can you do like a different? What was the one you made? Like it was like yeah. a chicken one or a ham one? Ham and Swiss? Ham, ham and cheese. So, okay, fine. I'll do the ham and do cheese the pizza, one. Do the pizza one. I fucking hate ham. Yeah. Do the pizza one. No, the pizza well, one Which one was the good. pizza one? I, no, 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 the, no, the pizza, pizza one's good. phenomenal. I'm saying do the pizza the only one. Issue is, I don't want the, the only issue is cold. The only issue is cold. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I was I'm trying to interrupt. Hey, I'm no, the host. I, I I, I saw you. I saw you laughing because I was smirking because Cole was being a smirkier, and then when you smirked, it I couldn't. I'm sorry, guys. I just yeah, I'm a laugher. Take this moment to admire my haircut. I just got a haircut. Yeah, today. well, so dude, like, phenomenal. John, to be you to be great. frank, the reason I was laughing was because Raph took his hat off and I was looking at his hair. What the fuck? Yeah, Raph, take your hat off, please, so we can laugh at you instead of me. I'm not laughing at you. It's it's not a you thing. You have okay, a f- okay. phenomenal head of hair, and no, you have a phenomenal laughing. like taste. Yeah, he, he's, he's not, not laughing. laughing. He's, he's not. He is, laughing. Um, he's in the hospital. I'm so right? sorry. I am so sorry that I'm going to make this editing harder than it should be. I'm not editing any of this out. I'm keeping it all in. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, you cut in half pizza. You, yeah. you use a brush. Brush some butter on it. I use fresh garlic. You mince it up really small. You sprinkle that on top. You can also use garlic salt, garlic powder. They've, it's going to work kind of the same. It's going to give you the same flavor, and it's easier. You don't have to get a cutting board or anything like that. And then I take those two halves. I put them on the sheet tray. I put them in the oven for at about 400 degrees for like anywhere between you know 6 to 10 minutes. It depends on the oven you have and all that stuff. And you have pretty much garlic bread, right? So it's going to create garlic bread. You're going to get that nice crust on top. Um, you're going to get that garlic flavor, that butter. You need that fat to get that crust. If you don't have fat, you don't get that that crispiness. So yeah, you need that fat. Um, and then what that also does is when you get that crust, when you put the sauce on top, it doesn't seep into the bread. It doesn't make it soggy. So this is a very crucial step. Toast your bread before you add any like liquid or sauce or anything like that so it doesn't soak it up and get soggy so you put that on the cheat tray i actually like to add the cheese first before the sauce because i hate soggy bread whenever i have a sandwich i hate soggy sandwiches i hate soggy wraps it's like my least favorite thing in the world with you you have a piece of bread that like soaked in all the water and stuff i hate that so i put some cheese on top put it back in the oven for about two three minutes let the cheese melt take it out and then you literally just put the sauce on top you put you know I just use you just use store bought pizza sauce. You don't have time to make your own sauce. Put that on top of the cheese. Take the pepperonis. Put that on top of the sauce, and then you put that back in the oven about five minutes. Take it out. Put both halves together. Brush the top with some more garlic butter, and then you're done. So really, that whole thing took about twenty minutes. You can just sit on the counter right before the game and just pull it apart. You got sustenance. You got your protein. You got some carbs. It's not too heavy. Um, you get the same like pizza, like, you know, a lot of people eat pizza and stuff for football games. You get that same vibe. So, you know, those are my two favorite things to make is the Buffalo chicken dip and those, um, pull apart Hawaiian bread sandwiches. Like, like I said, the crock, you just do something in the crock pot that takes a while that you don't have to watch, or you can do something quick, like, like the, uh, Hawaiian, uh, roll mm-hmm. pull apart sandwiches. But those are my two quick. Butter bar bites of the week. 
I don't want, you know. So, yeah. What's I your guys' favorite thing? What, what's your What's your guys' favorite food for football? So, I you watch this, John, I Buffalo Buffalo dip is something I never make myself because I don't know how to make it, but I'm going to try that now that you told me that. Yeah. But I love going to someone's house and trying their Buffalo dip. I'll never yeah. make it. Yeah. And then what I'll say is chili and soup are my two favorite. Because I, I don't know, from <laughs> coming from St. Louis, I come from, a, well, no, bratwurst too. So like my yeah, family. You always ask bratwurst. They always make beer battered bratwurst. Uh, so my dad will put like six Miller lights into a pan or a pot, I should say. And then I'll soak like 12 brats in there for like three hours. And then once he's done with it, he'll put it on the charcoal grill. Like that's, there's nothing that beats it when you get an extra crispy. I have to have it extra crispy. Mm. I want extra crispy brats. And then you put some mustard and some sauteed onions and green peppers on there with some, some hot honey mustard or no, some, some uh, Dijon. There's nothing better than that. And then you put some chili, nothing better than chili. So I love that. But I also so you're talking about the, like the dark chili, right? Not like, like with beef and stuff like, yeah, I'm talking like a whole hearted, like a hearted chili, like winter chili. But I make that yeah. like every month I make a big pot of chili and yeah, Raph, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, for me, I was going to say, like, buffalo chicken dip is definitely, like, hits home to me. I mean, not home, but, like, second home, right? Because, like, I was not raised on football. I watched it sometimes, but it wasn't, like, the same culture that it would have here in the U.S. You were raised so on when I moved out, I was – yes, <laughs> that's the national sport of Puerto Rico. Amen. <laughs> no, so when I, moved out, uh, when I moved out to Oklahoma for the first time during uh, my bowl league, I had a, I had a roommate called uh, Martin Hallier, great dude, love him. Still, still one of my best friends. Um, he was like the guy who would cook, and like every Sunday he started, you know, because I got I got to I got to um, still in September, so it was around time like football was going, and um, yeah, um, he would make all like the dips and all this stuff, and like that buffalo chicken dip was definitely like the the go to. So like it's mm -hmm. definitely definitely like my comfort food for like football, aside from. Uh, uh, the cheese curds now, for some reason, they, they stick mm. to me as well. I don't know Damn who right. got that shit in my head, but um, yeah, but Thea. buffalo chicken dip. Definitely. Thea. 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 P.S. Tavern. P.S. Tavern, shout out. P.S. Tavern has low-key, really good food. Yeah. Their pizza, legit. their, their slices yeah. are Phenomenal. actually pretty fire. Pretty comparable to New York. Yeah. Wings. And then, Everyone uh, loves wings. Calzone. Calzones, lucky calzone that never that never actually was that lucky. Speaking um, speaking of lucky calzones, good transition. <laughs> Great, your transition. Every episode get better and better. So I do want no, to. But, but for real, speaking of equality and and lucky uh, calzones, you know what's funny. Back. When when what? we were about to add you on to the episode, John go, John says something about equality, and then he goes, "Speaking of equality, let's let's add on." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" It's like a bit. What do you mean Our equality? bit is 
It's a bit. We we always say speaking of, and that's our yeah, transition. We, we pick we pick a word that catches on to us that we just say and like. So no, I, I for do me, I do love every week when your transitions aren't great, but you still like hype each other up. That's yeah. a great transition. One hundred percent. Good teamwork. Good teamwork. I love it. That, that's what we are. We're a team. You know. But but speaking of team. Speaking uh-huh, of teams, the, <laughs> the shark thing is my second favorite segment of this entire oh, episode. <clears throat> it's, it's really when you pro- you provide us a proposition. Something that people don't know is this is going to be interesting. Fuck. So I need to hold on one second. I need to find a bad. I might have to take my location up north hold on one second what's going what's going on there what's going my, on my my battery yeah. my battery is at like let me put out the air right like like your laptop battery do you not have um, an outlet in there i don't i'm in the garage john you don't have an outlet I mean, in the garage? There should be outlets in the garage. There's always an outlet in the garage. Don't yeah. don't say that to me like there's like I'm an idiot. There's always <laughs> I can look. Hold on. Raph, I'm gonna be here. Start you know what the shark bank is, right? John, tell lead us off with a segment. Give yeah. it. I'm gonna be in the garage. Lead. I'm just circling. Like a okay. shark. Yeah, so so yeah. We're actually not going to be talking about the Shark Bank raft. We're going to do a. We're just. We're going to secretly talk about coal since. It, oh, dude. Coal, so, oh my god. Yeah. What? Oh so god. yeah, coal. What? Uh, so I'm thinking. I need a new host, right? Um. I think. I think. Coal. Coal. Someone, just, a, little bit, coal, so someone coal, a little bit more stable. Yeah. Yeah. Someone. Someone a little bit more emotionally stable. Um. That you know, and I. The reason I. I asked. I actually asked you to be on this show. Okay. Cole wanted somebody else, but I requested you. you. I know and... he hates me. He secretly hates me. Like ever uh, since pretty... that one situation because of the, you know, detail that I sent him to, like he's blamed me for so many things after that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just between me and you two, um, he, he used to tell me that he hated you. He he would, he would, he would whisper because my... He would, he, he would always try to fight me. He, he would... You said fight, right? Yeah, like argue. I mean, not fight. You just. Yeah. I thought, I thought, you, I thought you said something else that started with an F, and I just wanted to make sure that we're on the same page. Oh no, 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 um, no, 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 no we're not there. Okay, okay good, we're not, good. We're not there yet. I mean, I, you know, do you show up? But so, so yeah, hey, I'm, I'm trying to replace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to replace replace Cole as a host. Um, he just isn't pulling his weight. So I was thinking, you know, if you weren't, if you didn't have too much on your plate. We'll do a little handshake deal, all right? So, we we won't tell Cole about this. Uh, Don't but because he'll get mad. Yeah, he'll get very mad. Oh, so oh, Cole, you, are you back? <laughs> you can listen. Okay, okay. So we we're gonna pretend we're starting the segment, but we're we're still not gonna start the segment. Okay. Okay. Um. So all the winning, all all the earnings that we get from this podcast, I'm actually gonna split it. Between us, two. Okay. we're not going to phenomenal. I've been looking Cole's for a side gig. I want, I want you to take the winnings, and I want you to do what your dream. 
Oh my god! <laughs> Sounds like a bass going off in there. <laughs> what, is this? what are you doing? I feel like I'm in Barrel House at two in the morning, and they're just <laughs> yeah. blasting. Yeah, that's that what are you sitting on your bench press right now? Yeah, we're good, guys. I I actually have a... <laughs> I wish I could show you this camera. There's currently a hex bar right now that's stuck in between the chair. Cole, can I just say, you should probably invest in better quality video. Do you think I... Do you think I need it? I probably do. I'm not... So, I'm not going to lie. I, this laptop that I have right now, I bought it in 2019, and I I think the the video quality is decent. Yeah, your like I don't your know. video quality is actually yours is really good. Thank you. But if you look at Cole's, Cole's Cole's is so bad. I mean, but he lives in Georgetown. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. Georgia, where wherever that. Like he'll probably say invest in better. Yeah. Better Wi-Fi. Yeah. Okay, I got it. We're good now. All right, cool. So do you want to introduce the next segment? Yeah, so well. <laughs> <laughs> Me and John are in business. Here. We're business uh we we do business. And something we that we business. take pride in is are you familiar with the shark tank? We're investors. We're looking at seeing where, where we where we want to put our money at. And I know you have a business idea that's worth potential investment <clears throat> opportunities. And oh, something that me and John yes. consider is something you have. Yeah. So, like, as a criminal justice major coming out of high school, eight years before post you begin graduating, before you begin mm-hmm. during during this segment, I will be addressed as John Cuban, and. Cole will be addressed as, as Mr. Incredible. Okay. All right. Okay. John Cuban. Yes. Uh, incredible. Um, quality of life. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Right. We, you as a chef, uh, John Cuban, understand mm-hmm. that the fresh produce are the way to go. Yeah. Like that's going to give you the best taste, the freshest taste, mm-hmm. the more nutritional value for your meal. Um, I like it. I like it. I know that Mr. Incredible is like a big, you know, air fryer, chicken nuggets kind of guy. So maybe not his thing, but you, mm-hmm. you, Mr. John Cuban, I think you might know. Um, yes. So I, I was afflicted with severe allergies for the last couple of weeks, mm. and uh, as a as a um, criminal justice major coming out of high school with zero experience in the entrepreneurship world. Um, I thought I had an idea because you forced me to about a, so the simplest term that I could put this in. So air ducts, let's talk about them, right? You want to be in your room, whether you live, you know, in the suburbs or you live in the city, breathe in fresh air. Um, and you always like you, you, you invest in a Roomba to clean your house. You know, you invest in like people to come into your place to clean it up, give it a deep, thorough clean. Why not invest in a Roomba like robot that would do the same thing for your air duct? Right. 
so you can have mm. the freshest and cleanest breath as you sleep and you go to bed and you're you know because i think it's important like it's going to improve your quality of life and also improve the quality of your um not the quality but the longevity of your air, fi air filter and also your um your ac mm. so it's like a little like a little robot that'll go into your vent and it'll have a 360 ability to reach in all you know all, all the degrees within that vent and clean it out mm. for you hey um, mr wonderful hey mr wonderful hey that's who i am yeah okay have a have a couple questions for you yeah what the fuck are you thinking with air filters mm. that's 20 bucks a piece i'm fine all right i don't need i don't need a fucking roomba up in my no, 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 no. It's, it, I mean, Mr. Incredible, it's, Mr. Incredible, it's not about the air filter price. Mr. It's Wonderful. about the quality of life. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. Wonderful you it's not about the air I, I, I don't think you're very concerned about your air filter life. I think you're more concerned about your quality of life and about the I have air quality, that you... I have a life that's quality. But that's <laughs> you because you're, you're a millionaire, right? And you, you no, have a phenomenal... Not, that's... I'm secretly we're not millionaires. It's just being. Uh, Have you been to the Walgreens in downtown Savannah? Have you smelled that multiple air? times? Multiple times. No. It's coming from the ground up. If you had a robot, a small robot that, I mean, I'm not going to create it, but someone can. That can go in there and just clean it out for you. Maybe once or twice a week. I, I mean, that's the best I could do with my extended knowledge and um, quality of life. And um, it's just an idea, man, for an engineer to create. It's not a mean thing. I'm just a, I'm just an idea guy, you know? Yeah. I say I, this, this could be a possibility. Like, so I, th I yes, yes, Mr. Wonderful. 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 Yes. Yeah. So I will. Let me just clarify what you're saying. You want basically like a Roomba cleans the floors. You have a Correct. basically a device that cleans the vent ventilation system so that it prolongs the livelihood of your vents and it increases the um, air quality in your house. Yeah, which in turn increases your, your health. Because I mean, okay. I don't know about you, but I breathe yeah. at least... 24 hours a day. Yeah, I mean, I minute. feel great. I feel great, and I haven't changed my air filters for fucking two years. So, but think about the the. Some people have like really weak immune systems. You might have a phenomenal one. Uh, so, Mr. Raff, I I have a few few questions. Is it okay if I address you as Mr. Raff? Are you okay with that, Mr. Raff? Mr. Raff is phenomenal. Okay, great. Um, so, Mr. Mr. Raff. What 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 do you think the startup costs? Have you already distributed any of these um, machines yet? What what's the name of the machine? Um, it is AC Roomba. See hmm. this guy, sure this guy is fucked. He sucks. This guy had two days to prepare for an idea, and it's trash, John. This is terrible. Uh, uh, I think yeah, no so, no. So 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 it might not have a name, right? But I think it's a business that people haven't really ventured in because one, number one, like Mr. Marvelous or whatever his name is, like people don't think that quality of air is that important because it's, oh, I'm cold. I'm, I have good AC. It doesn't matter. 
But at some point, like pollution is going to get bad. We're already living yeah. in that world where pollution is like affecting everyone and our quality of life. And maybe, maybe cleaning your vent as much as you clean your floor might be a good idea and might be a viable and a very marketable idea moving forward. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Mr. Wonderful, do you want to start with your, uh, your offer? Yeah. So here's, what I'm going to give you absolutely fucking nothing. Okay. So here's, here's That's my, fine, here's I don't want to work with you. Here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. I've decided hmm. I wasn't going to invest back in the day in asteroid mining, but now I have no fucking better option because these business propositions in the shark bank are fucking third hand. Okay. If I want to clean my air filters, you know, what I'm going to hire a fucking cleaning lady to go up there and how small do you think this cleaning lady is Mr. Mr. Incredible or Mr. Marvelous? How how small do I think what is this cleaning lady might be, you think she can actually get up in there and do the job? Is she taller than five one? Is she taller than five one? I have a ladder. Hmm. So here's my issue. Here's my problem. We constantly want to create the next best thing, but the next best thing turns out to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Also, also Mr. Marvelous or Mr. Incredible. I forget your name because I, I just don't think you have all the facts or are thinking wide enough. Um, mm. How many how many residential fires are started due to an AC in America every year? So it's actually Mr. Ron Youngblood and talk about fires i know i know i know indirect fires okay and that's all i care about but if you're going to talk about fires i don't think one is going to have to do with my vents okay no it's uh it's around 2500 a year and i would say a large amount of that those numbers come from electrical issues but the other remaining percentage is due to maintenance and care which this robot can prevent so saving lives i think is a very thing that's a very good thing to invest in so that roomba in my fucking attic that's going around my goddamn vents is gonna protect me from dying yes okay well you know you know what here here i'm I'm gonna tell you my offer right now mr raff because i know you're gonna take it in a heartbeat all right absolutely probably will i just want to let you know i have I, I am the proud owner of asteroid mining, and I I'm I, if investing is something I it's something I know. Okay. John also invests um, in every drink that he tastes because clearly he's given. I I I am sponsored by <laughs> I am sponsored by every single alcoholic beverage in the United States. Um, that's yes. just a little bit of my portfolio. Cole mm-hmm. might have won uh, Mr. Arada's business by offering him therapy. But I, I have something better that I'm going to offer you, okay? I'm going to offer you – here's my offer, all right? And I, it's, 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 you know, if, if you don't take it, you're an idiot, all right? You're just, you're just, you're just dumb, okay, Mr. Raff? I'm going to be honest with you. So I will offer you a name for your product since you currently don't have one. So I will name your product for you for 50% of your company. So I will own 50% of everything you make, but I also want to receive 100% of the revenue and I want to 
you to pay for all the operating costs and startup costs. What do you okay. say? I say absolutely not. I think I will be successful uh, uh, without you. I really appreciate I like your really um, selfish offer. Okay, but well, I you know I will destroy you. <laughs> I will destroy <laughs> everything. I I own Asteroid Mining, which according to my the person who I'm investing in, I'm gonna take down your one, AC Roombas. One millions, <laughs> according to Professor Perone. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. Mr. Perone is a quadrillionaire, okay? I, he I, makes I, did, I did mention that I am a criminal justice major. There is a reason why I did not stay. Well, it is criminal not to take my offer, Mr. Rath, and so I'm out. I retract my offer, um, and I am which out. Is, which is phenomenal because I, I think I could – I'm better off not giving you my life. Yeah, you're better off not building a fucking Roomba and put it in your fucking phone. <laughs> it's it's gonna be great. Like I promise you, it's we're gonna fight wars over water, and then we're gonna fight wars over air. It's gonna happen. Laugh about and then it. AI is gonna kill us. And then they're gonna write the the best rap songs ever. But Donald Trump's still alive. Congrats. Um, but speaking, <laughs> congrats you know, on the life. So, Raph, we, we've established that, you know, to, to all our listeners and viewers, as we always say, take this idea, run with it. It's not copyrighted. Um, you know, if you want to make an iRobot for your uh, fence for it to get stuck in, you know, go for it. It's it's a business idea that's worth tens of dollars. Okay. It's going to be great. I, 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 so, to caveat of what you were saying, I, I generally think that it is a business that will be profitable, maybe not like, in the next five years. But if you develop something good enough, like a robot good enough to clean, like boys, it's not getting any cleaner out there. Pollution is a real thing. So how many and days are there in a year? Uh, three, six, five. Damn cheap. And there's 52 weeks in a year, right? So in five years, that's five. 250 weeks. So how about in episode 265, you fucking introduce this idea to us. In the Fins Down podcast, right? <laughs> I'm back. This is like a training meeting. I'm going eight years out. Okay, well that's great. Uh, speaking of speaking of training meetings, this actually is relevant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our next segment is <laughs> Army and Career Talk. Mm-hmm. Interesting enough, John. What's unique about our, our catch and release that we have with us today? Raf is not getting out of the military. He is staying oh. So we have been doing transition speak for maybe the last seven discussions. You know, we've talked to mostly guys getting out of the military or guys that are, are out of the army. And then we've yeah. talked to a guy that's giving his education. We've talked to guys that are, you know, in the workforce. We've talked to, you know, future spouses of those guys that are also in the workforce and they've dealt with the transition. So we have our first military service member that is still planning to stay throughout, you know, at least the next three to four plus years. And yeah. You know, maybe he'll convince Cole Mueller to uh, stay in the military in this next uh, <laughs> Cole Mueller is a uh, beast of his own. 
But <laughs> but speaking on this, so Raph, getting real. What do you still? What keeps you still staying in the military? Like what? You obviously you have opportunities to get out every you know yeah. I would say year to two years three years based on like how your your timeline breaks down. What yeah. made you choose to go further from first? You know, briefly, what made you choose to go to Triple C versus like get out from there? So what? Which, what? What for those, to go to for those C. quickly? Quickly, Captain's Career Course. It's basically advancing your Army career. For those that don't know what that is, you can get out usually as like you know you go to college or go to school, go to OCS, and then from there you can do like your first term of officer school or officer term, like your three to four years service obligation. And you can either choose to continue your career or get out from there. And so RAF chose to continue it and go to Triple C. And then, sorry, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, so for me, I had a unique. So I will start, I will preface by being a lieutenant in Fort Stewart, Georgia. It is more of a blessing that you guys might thought you had, right? So my first experience in the Army post. Um, basic officer's leader course, which was my introduction to the military in Fort Hill, Oklahoma, um, was going to Fort Polk, Louisiana, right? Great place to deploy, not a great place to be. Um, I left that post as fast as I fucking put, could. So I was a, um, I was a lieutenant throughout my entire captain's career course. Cause I was so anxious to leave Fort Polk because it was so different from what I was used to. Right. There's nothing yeah. around. There's not a town to go hang out with that's 40 minutes out. Um, I knew there was more than the army had to offer. And I actually had Fort Stewart in my sights since I was a cadet. It just did not work out. Um, and, uh, I just thought I'm usually pretty optimistic. Um, I think things will go better as time goes on. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it does, but it did for me uh, for a little bit, at least uh, when, when I got steward, uh, I, I, that was, that was my major driving. Uh, my driving force was the army is not what, what Fort Polk made it out to me to be right. Um, so that's, I just wanted something broader. I didn't think that was enough um, for me, at least. So I just gave it another chance, uh, try to go to Fort Stewart and see what happened. And luckily, I got Fort Stewart and I had tremendous opportunities. I had some challenges along the way, uh, 100%. But then again, I found myself in a situation like this is not normal. Um, I think there's more that I can give. And I think there's more that the Army has to offer than, you know, crappy leadership. So you just keep on, you keep on flipping the bill and saying, you just, you challenge the army to offer more. There is, is that yeah, basically I mean, when? So yeah, like, so, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. So I got very hooked on the fact that I deployed and I was like, oh man, this is dope. Like if I stay in a couple more years, like, like this is, this is awesome. Oh, I did deploy way more than I wanted to when I got to three ID. Uh, for Stewart, but it was a different experience that I did that I had as a lieutenant. Not not 
not that it was demoralizing, but it was different. It was hard to adjust to. And, um, but again, I, I always think like, like army experiences vary. Like there, there are some people who have like a phenomenal, like three year run. And I'm like, where, where's my three year run? Right. Like, I, I think I, I can get there. Like I am competent enough. I, 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 I think that if I just give it a chance, um, and I have like, I've, with, even within like all the challenges that we experienced, uh, Cole, you and I, like in the last, what, four years, mm-hmm. um, I think there was a lot of value to, to it, especially with the personnel. I don't know. We, you guys have talked about it here before. Um, just like the camaraderie, which is like one of the, like the, the big things that yeah. you stay in the military for. I agree. I a hundred percent agree. I think that's one of the things that ties me to it. Like I have friends that I haven't spoken to in probably like two or three years and I can just text and they'll answer and respond like, you know, we haven't like missed today. Um, I think that's also one of the things that ties me to, to the service. Um, and another thing that you've mentioned before, which is like, you know, the nervousness of like hopping out and like what's going to happen afterwards. I just haven't, I haven't dived deep enough into that that train of thought to actually consider it to be an actual viable option for me. So I just keep moving forward. I, I just, I think the army is a great place to be. Um, yeah. And there's so many opportunities uh, that you can um, potentially run into, but again, it's like a log of the draw. Like one day you'll be, you know, you'll, you'll have the, you know, the, the best luck ever. And some days you'll have a camp Shelby, Mississippi, and uh, you're, 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 you know, you're pushing through it. And that's, so here's the thing. You've gotten a bad draw more than you've gotten a good draw. Oh, absolutely. In, in the army, you've gotten four pulls. <laughs> and so for people that don't know what, what the army draw is, like you get stationed at a base in the military. Mm-hmm. Raf has been, his first post, his first installation was Fort Polk in Louisiana, which is basically in the, in the, it's in the swamps. He's in a swamp and oh, he's nowhere near anything. You're what? Two and a half hours from New Orleans. Oh, four hours hour. from New Orleans. Four hours. Four. Possibly, four hours. possibly has the worst reputation in the army. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's like, terrible, it's, terrible place to be. It's not fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, you get, I see what you're saying. You get, you deployed to Iraq, right? So from Fort Polk. So you've got to experience yeah. like deployments that bring value. Um, but then you go to Fort Stewart. That's obviously like a great place to be like where I'm at right now. It's, yeah. it's still, it's Savannah, Georgia, phenomenal area. Um, I love the unit, even though people hate the unit. Um, I know that like the deployments don't really bring as much value because we're going to, whether it's Korea or Poland or whatever the fuck, but still yeah. now you're back at camp Shelby. You drew the short end of the stick again on accident because you, if I'm not mistaken, you put all, a lot of eggs in one basket, and so oh, you, absolutely, you, I did. You weren't <laughs> I, planning. Oh, I sure did. You wanted yeah. you wanted to go to Puerto Rico, right? And then that didn't happen. No, I I wanted to go to Virginia. There were, there was no. a Virginia slot. So was with Injik. I thought you had like your like uh your foreign area. No, no, no. So I wanted to go to, so it's a, the NJIC, it's like an Intel, an Intel, um, community. It's within the Intel community. Um, it it just was extremely competitive and, um, I didn't, I didn't get it. So I just got a lot of the draw for the rest of it. But now, where's Fort Shelby? 
Camp Shelby, Mississippi is in um, Oh Mississippi. Yeah, oh. yeah, Mississippi. So it's Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And can you cut and edit this part? Because I need to pee so fucking bad. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, of course. Why did it? Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. pee too. I'm gonna pee. I'm gonna pee. It's it's so bad. Like I've been holding it for like 20 minutes and it's insane. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, guys. I'm gonna edit this whole thing. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? John, so, this is where you do your ad. So, hey, um, I'm about to do an ad. Um, what's up? So, uh, you know, go check out the Butter Bar, you know. Um, a lot of cool recipes. I haven't posted in a while, like I said earlier in the, the video. But, uh, you know, it's the at sign, the real Butter Bar on Instagram. Uh, check it out. Got some cool videos. Got some cool stuff on there. Uh, I got a web, you know, I also have a blog. I just posted uh, a new blog post about the different cuts of steak and how to cook them and all that stuff. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy it. I love it. I wish I can do it as a full-time job. Um, not as a content creator, but I wish I can, you know, something like the Food Network or something like that. But I just, you know, I hope you guys enjoy it. Like I said, I, I, you know, last time I had one of these monologues is, you know, people, Oh, Raph, what's up? That was, that was quick. Is your, is like your station right next to the bathroom or is it like, Oh yeah. So I have a small two bedroom, two bathroom apartment. So it's oh, pretty quick. Very convenient. Nice. Nice. Oh, hello Cole. Welcome. And we're back. Oh. Okay. So, okay. I, 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 I do have a quick question. What, what's your. You know, a lot of, for those of you who aren't in the army, we always talk about a five-year plan, right? Um, and I'm sure on civilian side, they have something similar. You probably call it the same thing. What's your five-year plan? Where do you see yourself in five years kind of thing? Um, but, you know, in the army, it's something that you would, you know, brief to your boss typically, what you want to do so they can help you out and all this stuff. So, Raph, what is, what would you say is your next, like the next five years, what do you want to accomplish and what, where do you want to, where do you see yourself being as your five-year plan? So uh, that's a good question. So uh, I've actually that's had this conversation question. with my commander. No, no, it, and you're right. And I've, it, and this is why I've, uh, I've addressed it um, already before with my commander, because as a young lieutenant, I didn't really, I didn't care about it. I just, I was just rolling with yeah. punches and just, the, the, so the, one of the reasons I admire you guys so much, because I, I saw you guys early in your career thinking about so much moving forward. When I was a lieutenant, I was more of like, a, we're going to the field, we're going to deploy. Like, that's all I cared about. Like, that's what I did. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I think I think 3ID does breed a different kind of lieutenant, um, especially because you interact with the exposure you have, uh, mm -hmm. at least being, like, in a divarty that I actually invested into the division. Uh, I think that's a, at least from the FA side, right? Because I'm not yeah. familiar with the logistician side. Um uh, I I think it no I I think it does provide like opportunities that wouldn't otherwise oh, yeah. or at least I didn't see. Um, well, especially the right? yeah, yeah. No, I was just gonna uh, say so yeah, I, third ID being a heavy heavy unit. Yeah, it's it's good yeah, for logistics. You, you have so much exposure, right? Because like that's huge. Yeah. It's a huge part of it. Um, yeah. so for five years for me right now, what it looks like, um, hopefully, right? If it goes everything uh, the way that I expect. I'm up for the board next year, so hopefully Congrats. getting, hey, hopefully getting you Wait, know. You're up, you're that, up at the major board. 
Yeah. Next year. Thank. If, so if you get major next year, I'm gonna fucking cry. Well, hopefully in a good you do way. Cry. In a good way, not in a bad way. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to hopefully go to. I mean, whatever ILE becomes available. Really, I'm not, I'm not too picky. I'm not too concerned. What I want to do, though, however, is uh, <clears throat> do the uh, the old third cab uh, shenanigans. So I'm gonna try to try to FSO a third cab. Okay. As their uh, as their brigade FSO, and then jump down to Devardi. And then so you're trying to go back to there and oh yeah, absolutely. So like I mean I that steward steward's been like probably like my second home, like away from Puerto Rico. Like I just feel so comfortable there. Uh just the people, the vibes, the food. I just I just enjoy it. When are you coming? So when mind. are you gonna be back? Um at least at the latest it'll be Halloween. like no shit. Latest Halloween. You'll be back here in, by Halloween. At, at a minimum, yes. Because I want to be there. No, I want to be Halloween. Oh, no, I mean... Oh, no, no, I no, mean, no, 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 to hang out. Oh, no, we're talking about, like, for real, for real. For real, oh, for real. It's going to it's, it's take... I was about to say, too, I'm like, wait, I, think, I, think, I don't no, think... I, you, I, I thought you were talking about, like, partying-wise. I'm like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to dress up for Halloween and go there this year. No, uh, like, career-wise, I think... I think realistically, twenty like late late twenty six, twenty seven, would probably be re- realistic, because um, I still have a couple of years left here. Even if I do make major or make the majors list, I still have to wait to actually pin, finish ILE, which is intermediate level um, education, um, depending on which one I get, whether it's resident, whether it's satellite or um, yeah. online. Like it takes different. It, t- it takes a certain amount of time, depending on which one you get. Um, so, and then hopefully trying to get, you know, the best situation for me, which would be going on an airfield to be the, you know, third cab um, FSO. Do the old Doug Snelling special, but probably like, you know, not have a shitty commander. So here, yeah. so... And here's my here here's my last thing on this. So, talking about you mentioned getting out, like you haven't really put much thought into it, and oh, so yeah. you go you're you're optimistic into the military. What, like the basically the camaraderie part of it, you can get that everywhere you go. You can no you. I'm gonna take that out. You can't you can't get the camaraderie part everywhere besides the military but what you can do is you can keep those friends so you can keep oh, those yeah, people absolutely absolutely yeah and so my thing was as i'm going through it i'm thinking like i'm gonna never make as close friends as i will like as once i get out like i won't and i'll have to deal with you know like the stresses of civilian employment civilian workforce where you're at but you are also like do you not ever get frustrated with just being not in control of your life are you okay with that's the one thing that i look back on i'm like because i'm i'm still thinking about there's i'm still like a 15 percent staying in and i'm like i love the army on certain spots but what keeps me and i'll tell you right now jesse helms when he was 
deliriously tired. He's been he's still out there in the field right now doing his table twelves. He's the talk. He's running it. And the S four told me that when Jesse was deliriously asleep, he said he loves the army and he wants to stay in and like he can't believe that he's getting out and like he actually thinks he's end up, he's gonna end up staying in. And then the next morning he's like, I didn't say that. And I'm like, Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, so it's uh, I mean, uh, it's no go ahead, John. No, 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 you're the guest. Go ahead. No, I I, I think It's just such a, like a like a big life decision, right? It, yeah, I'm doing very. It's like when you're standing like on a ledge and you're like you're you're either jumping out of faith or, or at least for me, like you're just taking a leap of faith, whether you're staying in or you're getting out. Um, so, I I I I've, I've made the decision over and over to just maintain the course, because I I honestly don't think it's it's that bad. Even even when you have like a situation that we had, you know, a year and a half ago, Cole, where, where you yeah. have a, a leader that's, that, that undermines you, that just makes life slightly harder than it should be. Um, well, I, 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 that does not define our, our careers. Um, so like, I just, I just stay positive about it. How long are you going to stay in? Are you going to do 20 years or not? Uh, if I'm being super honest, I've, I've had this conversation a couple of times already, like with my father. Um, I, I think I might do 20, yeah. I mean, honestly, there's there's all kinds of benefits for staying in for 20. Like for those, those aren't in the military, say for 20 years, you get retirement pay. Um, so when you when you get out of the army, you'll get a certain percentage of, of whatever your army salary was, your army paycheck, and you get that when you get out. Um, especially for officers, we, I, we do make pretty good money especially, you know, for people that are coming out straight out of college and stuff like that. And then as captain and on those, those pay increases get, get pretty big, especially with promotions. Yeah. Um, and then when someone like me who has enlisted pay, you get paid, you get paid or enlisted time, you get paid more. So getting paid Oh, three E pay is pretty good. And, um, I didn't know you were, I, I didn't know you were like a uh, prior service. Yeah. Yeah. So I did, I did, I did four years prior neat. service. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, we, we always laugh about it when people are like, when people say in the store, like, Oh, thank you for your service. And, you know, you joke about it with other guys in the military, like, Oh yeah. Somebody told me that in the store or whatever, but literally I was doing grocery shopping the other day and, you know, I had somebody, I was looking at, I don't know, pasta or something. And someone walked up to me. He's like, Hey man, I just want to say, you know, thank you for your service and thank you for everything you're doing for us. And I really appreciate it. And then he walked away. And for some reason, I had like an epiphany because usually I don't think much about it. But like as I'm transitioning, I feel like I'm honestly, I feel like I've been more emotional transitioning. And it's just like a thing in my head. It's like there's so many things going on. I don't know what my life is going to be like. And especially for me, my home, my dad, he was in the army for 27 years. Then I was enlisted and I was an officer and then I went to a military college. So everything's been military. And I went home and I'm like, man, like you're not, you're not going to hear that when you get out, you know, you're going to look like everybody else. You're going to be doing seemingly what, you know, mo most others, especially if you go corporate, you're, you know, you're a finance person, accountant, whatever, and not discrediting any of those jobs are very important. A lot of them are very interesting, but it's that, it's that feeling, like you said, it, there's just something different yeah. about being in the military, feeling like you're doing something, you know, 
yeah, you hate the feel you worth the shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying those other jobs don't have that because they they still have credibility and all that. But jumping from the military to that, people just don't understand the brother like the brotherhood, the family aspect of it. Yeah, getting deployed for a year sucks and you cry before you leave, but then you get there, you did it, and then like even going to feel the the one fear I have in my life is like not having a like and it's it's a fundamental fundamental point of why like the scare of me getting out is like not having a meaning in life. And the one thing I'll say is I want to make a lot of money, but I also have a fear that like, I'm going to be in a job where I'm going to make a lot of money, but I'm going to be doing it for some jackass that what I'm doing means fucking nothing. And that's one thing I'll say is in the military, like you always are part of a team and like, in high school, I always thought like I was scared of like going to college. I'm like, I always wanted to be, I was afraid to go to like a big giant school of 40,000 people because you're not a part of a team. Like you'll go yeah. to a dorm. If you're not in a part of a frat or whatever, or a, a sports team, you're going and then you're just going to be exist. I hate the fear. I have a fear of being an exister and not being a part of something that's bigger than yourself. And then actually being a part of it though, not just like witnessing it, you know, mm-hmm. like, you go to Wisconsin, University of Wisconsin-Madison. I could have gone to that school, but I'm witnessing Wisconsin-Madison football team. I'm not a part of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not there. It's it's a 50,000 people's campus. And, like, Army, you're a part of a team, and you're, you're inculcated, and you're nested within a bigger team than a bigger team, and you're you're constantly impacting people's lives. And that's what gives you the value and, like, the – the belief that you're actually making a difference in society. Not like it's like you're crazy fucking doing, you're making dog. Oh yeah. You're not, yeah, making, yeah. Dog shit. You're not making dog shit money. Like you're making good money, but like you're, you could be making more outside. And that's, that's kind of like the thing is like, do I want to be deployed one out of every four years for the rest of my time in the, my life it's, it's, for the next 20 years? Risk. Or do I want, Yeah. Because yeah. you look at people, you look at people that like, and like Raph, you're single. You want a family. Yeah. Yeah. What's going to happen? Like, what's going to happen for 20 years? Like, you might end up like, you could very well, like, you're a great person. So you'll very well end up with a family. But like, you could be like, an amazing the person. These yeah. people we know like, have a family and they're in their, their mid 40s and they're just single yeah. and fucking living no, life. It's, 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 it's a rough, it's a rough it's, reality. Um, and I've, I've thought about that like a thousand times, um, discouraging, however, not, not enough to, at least for me to, to keep me out of the fight from what I like. And, and, and like I said, like, and you just mentioned it was just that, that team, team building and team camaraderie, uh, that, that you get in the military and, and, and despite, despite, like, it's not a given either because you can get to a team and you might hate like in the army, like yeah. it takes a certain, it, it takes certain qualities of a person. I'm not going to say leader because it's, it's really not a leader attribute, but it takes qualities of a person to actually make a good environment and uh, have people give a fuck and work towards the common goal. And I think, and I think I've had that opportunity and I think that's what really attracts me. I like me personally to the military. Like, I don't think I'm the best leader out there, but I think that 
how how things end up developing within the crew that I have or that I've had in the past. It's 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 been pretty. It's been one of the predominant reasons why I decided to stay in. And and one thing I would say is like, I completely agree with Kenny. saying like you'll the best people you'll meet in life if you are in the military, and then the worst people you'll meet in life. You'll meet the worst people Holy on the You'll meet the worst people on the face of the planet in the military. You will meet scum of the earth. People that you're like, how the fuck do you wake up in the morning and feel good about yourself? But then you'll also meet so many people that you're like, this guy is like, I love this dude. Like, or I, I love this woman. Like, like the fact of like, they motivate you to get up and do your job because they're like, they work their ass off every single day and commit themselves to the team. And like, they, they're selfless and like, they, it's just like, they don't care about themselves. They care about the team and, the, and their input and that's, what they can do. That's to definitely benefit. the driving factor. That's, yeah. that's been the driving factor for me. And like, I think there's so many people I've seen and like, even on brigade staff duty. I was on brigade staff duty last night. I haven't <laughs> slept. I slept two hours in the last 48 hours. I'm like Heck still yeah. on fucking steroids. And I, I was like walking around brigade staff and I'm like, I saw the S three looks like a really good dude. He was a Steelers fan though. I walked in his lot, his office was unlocked. I fucking walked inside. I looked through his desk drawers and everything. I creaked hard time. <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm serious. I'm one of those motherfuckers that's going to do that. If you fucking leave your office unlocked, I'm going to go fucking look through your shit. And I, I like the Steelers fan. He had a mean Joe green Jersey, number 75. <laughs> so like, it's a Steelers fan. He's a fucking idiot. But I looked through, he's the S3. He didn't leave his, he didn't leave his office until 1130 at night. The night I was on set. I was like this motherfucker, but you walk by and like, you see, you see the S1 and the S4 and they're there late and like they're working and like there's a camaraderie there, like even the brigade staff and like so far away from like the soldier level impact, they're still able to work together and like feel that mm -hmm. team being atmosphere where like they're all part of the same team. And it's like, you don't, that, you don't get that, but it sucks. It's a rough life. And like yeah. you're working 14 hour shifts and you're getting fucking 130 grand when you could be making 250 outside. Hopefully that's not me. It if is. I get there. No, I mean, we, we all run our organizations differently. Depends yeah. on who your commander is. If he starts when with Raff, that and then was it an O, maybe it's going to be bad. I mean, not an O, an R, sorry. C. Are you talking about MC? No. Continue. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> I've already said his name three times <laughs> on the podcast. Um. Anyways, with that being said, for those speaking that don't of know, topic, speaking of well, we have, to, we have to recap. We have to recap too. So Raphael Centeno is showing on your screen. He's a he's a senior captain in the military. Johnny, I, and Cole are junior captains. We're beta bitches. We don't really do much. We're just trying to figure our lives out. We're like little fish trying to figure out if we can go on land and actually start crawling. You know, right now we have fins. 
We're trying to get fucking feet. Fins yeah. and feathers. Evolution, baby. We're trying to fly. Evolution. With that being said, speaking of this episode two hours and 23 minutes ago with me we're and John. Still- <laughs> we, are a, we are a motion picture at this point. My favorite part about you. this new my favorite part about this new Riverside is it tells you how long you've been live. So it like tells me exactly how long this episode's gonna be, which is great. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, we've done a three hour episode before, so this is nothing. Um, this is nothing. Cole and John started out the pregame and we talked about Aaron Rodgers. Tribute and like really, what a guy, what a man. That's why I'm wearing this jersey. For all that don't know, Cal, Cal Berkeley. He went to Butte Community College in California, and then after that, he went to Cal. Great player, played Packers for 18 years, and then he went to the New York Jets and played four plays. I love that man. Um, and then we moved on. We discussed our future. John's favorite drink that's tied with mom water, Juneshine. And I think it's catchy as hell. I love it. It's my second highest rated out of all the different uh, unzip the sips we have on the show. But I recommend Juneshine. It's pretty new, right, John? I would find it where you can in your liquor stores, your, your grocery stores, wherever you can get it. Is it new? Can, can you confirm, John? I forgot. Um, you you keep talking and I'll look up because I didn't find that part in the history of it. Oh, okay. you, you, you I haven't seen Juneshine. I haven't seen Juneshine until like the last three weeks, so I'm expecting it to be pretty recent. Um, but that could just be Savannah. Anyways, John gave it a nine point four. Cole gave it an eight point four. Then we go into the catch and release. We go to Raphael Centeno. He had some big communication issues. S six wasn't there for him, so he had to go reset. refit and then get back on the episode um luckily he was caught he he survived the question gauntlet we go on to our sports talk of the week we talked a lot about a lot of the exciting teams that you know surpassed expectations and then disappointed about what they were expected to do especially week one and early on in the season talked about the patriots mac jones what is he is he the franchise quarterback what do we think about their offense and their team going forward with the rest of the season in afc then we transition to Butterbar Bite of the Week. Same type of footnote going into game day foods. Talking about Buffalo Buffalo chicken dip. 2018. 2018. Five years long of June shine. I'm going to assume that that distribution has not been everywhere in this fucking country until recent. <laughs> um, and looking at June... Old Bay, San Diego, California. Yep, those June Shiners were drinking in San Diego for the last fucking six years. Anyways, still talking. Butterbar Bite of the Week. We talked about buffalo chicken dip, and we talked about the Hawaiian roll with the pizza. You can also do ham and Swiss. But John talked about the crisp, crisp bread, how you make the bread crisp and make sure you don't get soggy, and how you really get the flavor without affecting basically like the texture of the food that you want to eat cooking cooking uh strategies everything really that was probably one of my more favorite butter bites of the week from the last two episodes but 
also because John has so much ability and capability that he's he's really just kind of being easy on us right now with this with this <laughs> podcast because he doesn't want the fucking idiot audience that you guys are that are still listening to this shit. If you're listening, I'm trying to, this, to be relatable. I'm trying to be relatable. I can't go trying, fancy. Exactly. He's talking <laughs> to the fourth grade audience that's cooking the food behind the kitchen like Cole Mueller that's fucking putting ramen into a fucking Keurig. Okay. Um, <laughs> outside of that. We go to the shark bank and we talk about the fucking ventilation system Roomba and Jesus Christ. I hope we cut that whole segment out, but Raph, I'm glad Mr. Marvelous, wonderful and fucking fantastic. <laughs> can all fucking tell you, you don't get a fucking deal. And then John offers to fucking take fine. 120% of your fucking profits <laughs> for nothing. And I want you to pay me. <laughs> so I'm glad I wasted those 25 minutes of my life. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Anyways, I told you I, I was very open from the beginning about the no, I was. business yeah, proposition. So, we, so Shark Shark Bank was valuable. I, I'm glad we kept that one in. Um, it was a conversation about you know preservation of health and all that stuff. It was. It was good. It practiced <laughs> me for eventually when I'm an investor and I can tell people to fuck off. Um, then we go into Army and Career Talk. Kind of a flip side of what we've been doing in the past of talking about the transition and how we, you know, different aspects of what we see and what's tough, what's important when we're getting out and what we need to focus on as we go into the civilian workforce. We talk about the army and what's the value of staying in and what we think, you know, RAF, obviously the first guest we've had that's staying in the military. So we discuss, we pick his brain, why he's staying why he's Uncle Sam's, you know, best cousin. And hopefully he keeps some of, some of that hairline by the end of the time he's in the military. <laughs> but you never really know, and we'll still fucking love him. Um, and with that being said, <laughs> my favorite segment, and I swear to shit, I swear to shit, if these fun facts are terrible, I'm going to let Ram go. <laughs> I'm going to let Ram go. my hopes. And Raph, Raph would comment on the fun facts in the past. He would say, like, that was that was a good fun fact. Yeah, so I know Raph I knows have, what I a have. good fun fact is and what a bad fun fact is. Yeah. So yeah. Raph's leading us off. He's first at he's first at the plate. We're expecting a high so, VA. So um, I'm going to take a lead from uh, from Ty. I thought that his uh, geographically aligned uh, fun fact was phenomenal, actually. About the educational, yeah, yeah, the educational Arkansas one. So mine, mine is like a little bit educational, but it's like mm. a two in one kind of fun fact. Um, I also have Puerto two Rico. fun facts. Yeah. Oh, do you really? That's awesome. Yeah. So four fun do. facts for I... you, all you listeners that are excited <laughs> about one. You get fucking four. I can't wait. Yeah. So um, all right. So Puerto Rico. Is home to the Yunque Rainforest, which is the only tropical rainforest in the U.S. National Forest System. Right? Mm. Hawaii can try all they want, but they don't have an, they don't they don't have a rainforest, right? So little little things here and there. But interestingly enough, like the the real fun fact about the Yunque is that in 1992, the first report in Puerto Rico of the infamous Chupacabra occurred. And it is known to be the Yunque is known to be one of the one of the homes or one of the hubs in which the Chupacabra operates 
inside, you know, South America. Because, you know, you've heard that it's been like in Colombia and Ecuador and Mexico. But the Yunque was one of the first places where it was sighted. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty dope. Are you familiar with the Chupacabra? What is it? What is it again? So Chupacabra is like a... It's supposed to be like the semen... Yeah, it's like the semen creature that it uh, it feeds of like farm animal blood. So like the first encounter was like a lady saying that she lost cattle. That was... Uh, it, it, the, the, the cattle itself was not hurt. I mean... It was hurt, but it wasn't like it didn't eat the meat. It just sucked the blood. And so it's um, a vampire of farm animals. Yeah, something like that. Mm. And then like it just became a like a like a like a legend or like a it's not a legend. Uh, what do you call it? Like a like a folk a fairy story tale. like throughout. Yeah, like I mean, throughout South America. Because, yeah, because, because it's happened. It's happened in more than one places. But Puerto Rico in 1992 was like the first time that. Um, they came out and it was at this rainforest because it's such a remote area. Like the higher you go, like the less, I mean, it's inhabitable, but it's just, it's not a place where you want to be in if it's not like a sunny day out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was born in 1992. Me too. Oh, congrats. Hell yeah. Ageism. Okay. Next fun fact. Was that both of Raph's? <laughs> yeah, it was the UK being the only uh, rainforest in the US and then the Chupacabra living okay. in El Yunque. That was good. That was fucking awful. Okay. Are you kidding me? That's phenomenal. All right. Well, Cole, you already foreshadowed my fun fact by mentioning guinea pigs. Because did you know it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland? The reason being, it's considered animal abuse because... <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> this fact is hilarious to me. Because they're social beings. And they get lonely. You cannot just have one guinea pig. You have to give it a friend or you will get arrested. They will search your house. And if they see only one guinea pig, you're fucked. Okay, so... That's a good All fun right. fact. That's that's like that's like Raphael. You just need to give him one guinea pig and like he's not lonely anymore. It's illegal for Raph to be by himself. And Raph needs to have a fellow Raph. <laughs> He needs a friendly around. guinea pig with him. Fair. He needs a little... <laughs> <laughs> but my second fun fact has nothing to do with guinea pigs, but it still has to do with love. In 2014, there was a Tinder match in Antarctica. Did you guys know that? Two no. research scientists matched on the global dating app in the most remote, remote part of the world. A man working at the United States Antarctic McMurdo, McMurdo Station and a woman camping a 45-minute helicopter ride away. What are the chances? Two people in Antarctica. The very first and the only match in Antarctica with a scientist and some chick camping out there. Do they fuck or do they get married? What happens? Well, it's Tinder, so they probably they fuck. slap and kiss. <laughs> I mean, they, what was it, it like? 
like with like with Hinge and Bumble, you're expecting maybe they would get together, but Tinder is they, is a it's not really a dating app. It's it's a yeah, it's a don't tell Tony that. Tony found the love of his life through Tinder. I'm totally mm-hmm. kidding, guys. Tinder is a very elite platform. It's elite. We're only we're only the most meet. beautiful partners meet. Um, shout out Tony, love you, Tony. Um, but those, yeah, those are my two fun facts. Skinny pigs can't be alone in Switzerland, and the first there's only one Tinder match in Antarctica. All right. So the the fun fact, the best one, I'll give first place, second place, third place. Third place is the Tinder match in Antarctica. Second place is the Chupacabra. First place, first place, first place is not the fucking only rainforest in goddamn whatever the fuck. It's U.S. I forgot even what the first place was. Oh, guinea pigs. guinea pigs can't be lonely. That's the first place. So congrats, John. Oh, thank you, thank you. I just want to, I just want to thank my my mother for supporting me and finding these fun facts. With that being um, said, June shine in August, or it's September. It's definitely September. It's not, it's yeah, not September. September. We're thirteen days into September, actually. <laughs> so, so hey, Rap, thank you for joining us. You've been a pleasure to have on this on this podcast. Um, for the viewers and listeners uh, thank you for supporting us thank you for watching the ads that Cole has uh, produced with blood sweat and tears and we are finally generating a revenue so thank you Um, and you know thank you Juneshine for providing us this tasteful delicious uh, tonic and um sponsor us please anybody sponsors really any even if we haven't mentioned you just sponsor us it'd be cool um but <laughs> okay not, i mean anybody just 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 sponsor us please. i'm not gonna beg i'm not gonna pay you but it'll be cool i just we want money so it'll be cool um, but and just to clarify nothing any company or anything we mentioned we're not sponsored by all right so don't don't sue us all right it'll be cool except for spotify um, by podcasters we are, <laughs> we are sponsored by them. we actually are sponsored by spotify for podcasts <laughs> so if you hear the ad it's real all right it's real Spotify sponsors us but we also pay we pay spotify more money than they give us uh, <laughs> yeah so we're we are at a, a a loss in this business venture, but we don't do it for the money. We do it for you, for you, the viewers, the listeners. Go to Spotify, view us. But you know, in conclusion, good night, adieu, and uh, uh, good. Aaron Rodgers, recover quickly. We love you. God bless. God bless. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. That was good. That was good.